0: Hideo Kojima has been a standard bearer for the very best that the gaming medium has to offer and has inspired many into creating a mature art form. That
1: guy, like he's, he's such a genius and uh, I'm just doing whatever he says, you know, and he's like, we're gonna make people cry. And I'm like, for a video game? And he's like, yep. What the
0: cause, Kojima is the, the master, is Kasparov of, 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 of video games. And
1: then he goes, he goes, and I go, playing me? And he goes, no, they'll be you.
0: It's not, obviously, it's not story-driven in the sense that we go from A to Z, like we do in a film. It is out of time, out of space. It is in the moment. So I think the opportunity of of doing things we've never done before could be very interesting. He is to gaming in in many ways uh, what Cameron or Spielberg are to filmmaking. His absolute passion for perfection and his narrative ambition and scope. There is nothing in his stories that he does not love and feel strongly about. You can see strands of action, strands of manga, anime, tokusatsu, epics, and existential philosophy. He believes, as I do, that we must cherish this medium, not only for the entertainment possibilities, but for its artistic ones. We both believe that these things, these strands of pop culture, are actually keys to the mythology of our century. He proves that an altruistic voice and vision can sing loud and clear above the din of sameness, and that an individual with conviction and faith can manage anything through hard work. It is my great pleasure to introduce a creator, an innovator, and an awesome dude. Ladies and gentlemen, Hideo Kojima. Hello, everyone. I'm back.
2: Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 15 of Death Stranding Podcast. It is Thursday the 1st of February, and there are 46 days to GDC, 63 days to PAX, and 131 days to E3 2018. I am your regular host, Albert, and today I am joined by my co-hosts. Please introduce yourselves, starting with our new co-host, Mitchell.
3: Hi, I'm uh, Mitchell. I've been in the community, the Reddit community, for a while now, and I've uh, mostly been a lurker, but I've uh, joined recently. That's uh, awesome. And I'm, I'm excited to be on here and discuss Minute 3. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I'm excited to hear everyone else's thoughts, and I'm I'm... Uh, grateful for being here with everyone.
2: Well, Mitchell, I gotta say, buddy, I am super like again, listeners and um, uh, all my like fellow co-hosts. We spoke about it about in in the in the green room, so to speak, like the pre-show. But um, but yeah, Mitchell jumped on super short notice. Uh, you can even probably hear a bit of that energy in in the episode itself, and uh, there'll be some fun bloopers at the end with how many times it took me to get that intro. For some reason, <laughs> there you go. Cool. So yeah, and I hope I did, it didn't wasn't too much of a kind of um. Uh, like culture shock of just like, oh yeah, that's actually how things kind of go down here. It's it's all just, it's all a facade of editing, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, needless to say, now Mitchell, I'm super pleased to have you on the show. And um, I heard you mentioned uh, that you had put together a couple of theories actually for the third minute. Uh, and that like a couple of observations, I heard the rustling of paper earlier, which is uh, really, really nice. And like, yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to hearing, hearing the, what you're going to bring to um, the episode, man. Yeah. Awesome. And also you strike me as a super mellow like kind of like chilled out kind of guy, which is really great cuz I'm tend to be uh, you know super like um uh like high tensions, ir- neurotic trying to get everything uh you know super precise. I take unnaturally long on edits and such, you know. Um <laughs> and so it's 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 a it's good to have someone with a like a, a, a kind of mellower and bree- and like breezier energy who's just like but and and but who still brings the insights.
3: So I, I really welcome that vibe yeah. of yours. Mitchell. Well, I'm more similar to you, but I'm just really nervous right now. Oh, dude,
4: chill. (laughs) chill. So
3: I'm just like... (laughs) Chill your grill,
2: absolutely. Uh, No (laughs) workers at all. Um, By the way, chill your grill, no workers. I'm going to be throwing all my random Australian kind of stupid slang that Daniele is not doing his job at calling me out on. Um, And also... (laughs) I'm sure now, you've probably heard in the episodes, Mitchell, I tend to rag on Daniele a lot, because he's just right there, he's Ooh. he's always there, so I just like, yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, hey,
1: why not? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? like are yeah. supposed to be on my side, Mitchell.
5: I, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm on your side, man. Yeah, I'm, looking, I'm
3: not going to... Okay. Oh, I'm thank you, dude.
2: That's it, it's the American, the Australian squaring off against the Europeans. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But anyway... Definitely welcome, Mitchell, and yeah, Daniela Joke, and love you, man. Love you guys. Okay, so for our new listeners, this is a weekly podcast dedicated to Death Stranding, the currently in production upcoming title from Hideo Kojima and Kojima Productions. As well as news and discussion on the game itself, we also cover Mr. Kojima's many and varied influences, everything from literature to film, poetry, TV, and more. Our mission is to showcase and celebrate just how culturally, intellectually, artistically and philosophically enriching and eclectic Mr. Kojima's work truly is, leading up to and following the game's eventual release. With that regular rundown out of the way, let's get the show started! So listeners, uh, we like to keep the show pretty structured here. Uh, We're sort of further and further with every episode sort of refining our kind of segments and everything so that it's easier for you to follow along and jump to the segments um, if you want to kind of treat it as like a book and go through the chapters of the shows that you like to focus on most or when you're sort of looking back and want to kind of follow things back up and pinpoint where you heard a certain thing. So what we have um, is, um, yeah, every week we sort of do a little roundtable, which I'm about to kind of throw to the table um, of just how each of our weeks was in like Hideo Kojima news and sort of um, discussion. Um, Then after that, we will have a quick little Reddit rundown, which is the segment where we each jump on the Reddit and we each talk about what jumped out at us and sort of have a general discussion about what we see there and any sort of, uh, uh, yeah, like posts that kind of galvanize and kind of give a structure for a bit of discussion there. Then we'll have, um, there'll be a standout um, uh, Reddit post, um, which we call a Reddit readout, and we'll go into that and sort of um, highlight that particular person who, you know, it's generally for the uh, submissions on the Reddit that really like people went to a, a pretty um, extensive, um, you know, effort to 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 put together and craft and and that also bring a, a lot of intrigue um, to yeah, like um uh, and and sort of just yeah. Uh, are, are like catalysts for um, a, a wide ranging and and in, in engaging and interesting discussion. Um, after that, our fourth section is we will be shouting out supporters uh, and and Patreon people of which none have joined uh, this week. However, we did have uh, last week um, uh, uh, Yusha, who, as I mentioned, you know, insanity bro. Like, you, it's I mentioned it on the other podcast, but I, I always can't just go past even like a you know forward uh, you know like a um you know like what we're doing now which is an outline of a show of when we will thank them i can't like just pass by without literally thanking the this, this person who um i was just actually in the skype group where if you like um support us on the patreon we, we get you into the skype group where so you can just riff with us and and um yeah suggest topics and all that naturally jump on the show as well so Yusha insanity bro you're a legend uh, he's supporting us on two platforms guys so he's on patreon and patreon podbean yeah, it's just like right. it's, what an awesome, <laughs> awesome person. So cool. So yeah, shouting out to you. Um, and then yeah, we'll just give a full full thing for anyone who's joined there. And then also um, for people who have just, we also love to read out comments of, of of folks talking about the show, giving us both constructive, you know, and positive feedback. So that's that. Really looking forward to that. And um, then on the fifth, we'll have the fifth uh, segment. Will be the main topic of this episode, which is we are um up to another awesome episode of. Uh, our sub-series threading the strands where yeah that's why Mitchell has joined us as it was with um uh Arthur and um yeah previous guests before us on each of those episodes to just take a really close lens look uh on that third minute and just going it really has been guys would you agree I'll do a quick little round table would you agree that just going at the super deliberate pace has had like little things just pop up that I just would not have noticed otherwise is that sort of the same for you like Daniela? yeah um sort of like yeah sort of the same
1: yeah um yeah i don't know yeah. what to say yet
2: no <laughs> that's that. a, that's okay yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> but but like what i'll say is like you know how young did his amazing one hour and like one hour and 40 breakdown or whatever it was one hour and a half and oh, that and was amazing it was very very nice and kind of condensed definitely and this close this is sort of more deliberate drawn out like as in going like yeah like second by second if you want to refer to it that way um we, again, listeners, it's not about going su- su- super, like, conspiratorially deep and, uh, you know, exhaustively and, and trying to, like, figure out what the patterns in the mud mean, nothing like that. It's just that, yeah, going at that pace, it ends up just, um, making us think of where narrative could go uh where um where, like aesthetic inspirations and touchstones and, and it ends up being quite quite an engaging process to do and we tend to find at least for me uh for the past two um, episodes of threading the strands i've always come away with something i just wouldn't wouldn't have noticed otherwise thanks to you guys and yeah just that that sort of round table so looking forward to that um after the main topic we'll have our closing remarks and then after that we will have our sign off. So that's your seven segments of uh, this Stranding podcast. So let us rewind and go all the way up to our first segment, which is quick little roundtable of yeah, um, essentially, uh, how everyone's week was. And what we'll do is when we have the new host, um, as is Mitchell, um during when we throw it to them, we want to hear absolutely like their first experience with Hideo Kojima and Death Stranding. And um, and that's kind of what we're going to do. So um, if that's all right with uh, uh, Dean and, and Daniela, is that OK if I kind of throw it to Mitch to kind of take it from here? Of course. Brilliant. Awesome. I'm starting first. Yeah, my man. So, yeah, first of all, uh, you oh. can start with whatever you like, your relationship with Kojima and Death Stranding or go into your week and then slide into your history with it. Whatever you like, man, we throw it to you. Go for it.
3: Uh, I'll just start with my, uh, history, I guess. Yep. Um, I, the first time I remember (laughs) playing a Hideo Kojima game, it it was either, uh, which one was on the PSP, Portable Ops or Peace Walker, Mm -hmm. on my brother's PSP. Cool. And that's the first time I remember, uh. And I played those games, and oh, I stole it from him he was <laughs> away. Nice. <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah, so, uh, I didn't really. I think I was stuck at some part, and I never got past it. Mm. But it was so much fun. Was very confused at the time because mm. I was pretty young. But um, I kind of tried to play Mildred Solid Four, uh, and I think it was like 2014. Nothing really clicked because I didn't know what was happening.
2: Yeah, and finally
3: after uh million solid five came out and i i just said you know what this series looks amazing i hear everyone saying it's amazing i'm just going to jump in on it and i bought the uh trade right over here by my desk but the million solid uh collection the legacy one yeah. with all from one to four mm-hmm. and i, I just played that through collection. that such a great collection that one. Uh, mm, it truly really is uh, i played through it throughout my entire summer of uh 2016, a summer of metal. Yeah, Bion. 2016. I love that. That's so yeah. great. Yeah, I played every single one, um, even portable ops. I had to buy that one on PSP. I played through all the games through like from July until you know August, uh, end of August, early September, and I it was just it, it was amazing just playing back to back to back, seeing the story unravel, and I just. As soon as I knew it, I just realized that uh, Hideo Kojima was, uh, was ahead of his time with a lot of these games. Yeah. You know, uh, especially if Metal Gear Solid 2, even though a lot of people don't like that game.
4: Mm.
3: I think it's still amazing since this, uh, there, were, there was a part in it where they mentioned the NSA collecting information on people. And this was before the NSA actually started doing that. And a few years later, the NSA did start doing that. So it's like predicting things that happen, you know, uh, with machines and things like that, you know, uh, it just, it just was amazing feeling yeah. to see a game that truly represented the, how deep video games can be and how the narrative yeah. uh, can be more than just, you know, oh, I'm a, I'm a hard ass villain and I'm going to go shoot some people in a foreign country and whatever. Yeah.
2: And I think that's how also it, to be honest. Like I'll be honest. Like this is you actually just made me. That's why I love hearing these stories. Is because they connect with um like kind of my own sort of um um sort of yeah like that how that relationship developed and and what I think is part of the genius. I think uh, because um you know he took in a similar way. I suppose you could say to like Star Wars for example is that there was there are these deeper aspects. Like there's a lot of like many many stories of layers of of um of of, of different aspects to to, to Metal Gear but on the surface it is you can just lo- look at it and see something like along the lines of yeah like a James Bond or a Mission Impossible you know um, and so then you can appreciate it on that level and I'm sure a huge fan a huge segment of um, the uh, fan base or or you know the people who, who play as games um, only really engage with Metal Gear on that surface level and then they say oh all that stuff about philosophy and genes and lalilaloo lo- li- whatever and they just sort of like <laughs> they just sort of wave their hand at that and say that's what that is and they just appreciate for the mechanics and, and for the the aesthetics um and i just think that that was a really great way of like i call it a, a an enlightenment trojan horse which is that something mm-hmm. you just sort of you roll that into into a crowd and, and like people just they let their guard down because it's just something super like on the surface really kind of appealing and just like action filled and all this like stylish and everything but underneath the trojan horse of just like um you know, intellectual, uh, philosophical, uh, cerebral kind of content is is, and also military history. Like I learned a bunch of military history thanks to this kind of uh, material. So I'm um, I'm really glad you appreciated that all of that on that level, man.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. It just uh, it. I don't know if it sounds pretentious, but it kind of changed me as a person. You know, mm. you know. Yeah, I used yeah. to play games to uh just enjoy them you know and as uh more uncharted and the last of us mm. and the middle gear after i played middle gear i realized what games could be they could be more than simple stories and right. it's it's an art it's an art form and i think now that uh games are becoming i guess more realistic and telling uh more impactful stories than just simple you know mario throwing his hat. Yeah. Uh, People are realizing, uh, people that just don't play games are realizing uh, mm. this medium is an actual art. Like that one yeah. person on a Reddit, who were like, I'm not a gamer, but this intrigues me. Mm. And seeing that is, uh, it's pretty interesting how people outside of the gaming community are intrigued by Kojima's new work.
2: I know, uh, yeah. And then you have the connections with Mads Mikkelsen, then, Norman Reedus, and, and uh, Guillermo del Toro. I see, again, another level of, like, mm-hmm. if you have your guard down and that you're not sort of prepped on all of, you know, Kojima's kind of uh, obliqueness and oddness and, and otherness, Um, all you really need to know on the surface is, oh, Mads Mikkelsen, he was in Rogue One. Mads Mikkelsen, he was in um, uh, Doctor Strange. Hannibal. Yeah, Hannibal, Doctor mm-hmm. Strange. And and Norman Reedus, oh, he's, he's Walking Dead. And so then people make that instant kind of pop culture connection, if you will. But what they don't mm-hmm. realize is that they're stepping into something that at least has the potential, even though it might not be something that people resonate with uh, across the board. Like, again, I'm, I'm sure some people are just like, hey, Death Stranding looks weird. I want to play it. And that's the only level they appreciate it on. And that's totally valid. But... Um, you know considering like I, I actually need to get your your hot take right now um uh mitchell on norman's quote what he said we were actually going to do a roundtable about that later but i need to throw it to you because you, you brought this up about like you know um games going outside of games and he said look um you know the quote i'm talking about about millennials and um and, yeah,
3: yeah yeah i yeah. was the one who first posted that on reddit like because you guys mentioned it on the podcast yes, and so i did. found the podcast and posted it on reddit
2: mm. uh
3: which, by the way, you're a legend
2: um, for. Thank you so much.
3: Uh, yeah, uh, it's fine. Um,
2: <laughs> also, uh, I find you super, it, like, endearingly deferent to like taking credit, and you're awesome. And I just want to just say that because I can tell even across like we're not we don't have the visuals here; we just go audio only. And I just want to say you're an awesome person.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks yeah. so much. Yeah, go uh, for it, man. Well, well, my hot take on it is um. Yeah, let me get the quote up. Uh, Here's your post. Mm -hmm. Um, It's intriguing, but I'm also kind of a little bit worried. Yeah. You know? Mm. And here's why I'm worried. Uh, You know Blade Runner, the original Blade Runner? Yeah, that's right. When that came out, it was before its time. And Mm. because it was so ahead of its time, people didn't like it. Mm, True. It flopped at the box office. Critics complained about it, said it was poorly written, that the world was boring, and everything like that. But then years later, 10, 20 years later, it's considered a masterpiece. It's considered one of the most important uh, pieces of cinema.
2: Yes, you know? that's
4: absolutely right. And so,
3: and this is why I'm afraid of Death Stranding. It could be so ahead of its time that when people play they say, oh, it's bad. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's stupid. No, oh, it's why is there elements of social media on millennial culture? This is dumb. Who cares? Mm. True. And it might that. be years later down the line that uh, people realize, oh, wait, I can see that now. I can see this. you see that. Kind of like how Metal Gear, you're still at two, predicted did the NSA collecting information on American citizens and uh, games uh, and how they just kept referencing uh, th- these pieces of art. Life started imitating the art mm. Um I think this game will be, if it's done correctly, which it probably will, will be, uh, it will be bad at, people consider it bad at first, mm. but will change into something, uh, more impactful I agree. over time.
2: I agree. And, and I, 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 I want, yeah, actually go, 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 um, um Dean. Absolutely.
5: Yeah. Uh, I wanted to maybe, uh, I don't think so because, uh, for me, at least, I, I'm talking from my perspective because I can't talk for anyone else's, but for me, it, it was pretty, it, the game industry is uh, in a pretty stale place. Mm-hmm. And I think any uniqueness, mm-hmm. uniqueness of any kind will only, you know, um, you know, public will be delighted to have it. Uh, mm, yeah. So okay. th- that's my opinion, on because, you know, MGS2, I'm, I'm it was all new, new r- really new medium then and uh, something strange is that you know it really pushed some people away but now when we have so many games coming out so so so, so many different games but uh, again a lot of them pretty similar in, in their structure i think Kojima Kojima will actually you know uh, pretty much uh, blow the world because of it because of his uniqueness and mm-hmm. what, what he will do Interesting.
2: Yeah. yeah. No, I, I appreciate both of those perspectives, oh, man. Um, let's do because we've we've heard from um Dean on it, Daniela. What did you think on what uh, Mitchell just raised? If uh, if that's cool. Yeah. Um. Go ahead. Sorry, I was muted.
1: That's alright. All Go ahead. <laughs> and, Um. Yeah. I mean, it's um. He said something really true, uh, which is that um, if you um. Kojima, is uh, ahead of his time, and uh, that's why he gets sometimes misunderstood or um, not uh, not appreciated enough. Mm. Um, that's that's really interesting, and it's always like this with art. I mean, with music, you can hear the same. I mean, Mozart wasn't um, wasn't um, wasn't deemed very worthy. Of um, high class music mm-hmm. until yeah. years later in his career, and H.P. Lovecraft um, as
2: well. You know, he, he died in in uh, too much of, in obscurity, a uh, relative obscurity, and and like starving and like yeah, there's these people who are now I could yeah I could, do, I could
1: I could make a really good joke about you saying he died in obscurity, but I won't do that. No, please do. Uh, we we welcome jokes
2: here. Go do it now. You can you can't just you can't just tease it. Go go go.
1: Go. I mean, looking at his work, I think he would have liked it.
2: Ah, uh, there you go. Love it. Amazing. Oh, I wow.
1: said it was a bad joke. Yeah. You asked
2: for it. I, d- I did. Ask for it. <laughs> now I regret it. I didn't ask for it. <laughs> I didn't ask for it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Mitchell, I'm sorry, Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, but yeah no, it's fine.
2: That's all good. That's all We're good. Gonna... But, yeah, but yeah, continue, uh, Daniela
1: there go our listeners uh well yeah and that's um that's really something interesting i mean and he's um he's got these ideas i mean i mean i wonder what we'll say uh 10 years from now about that's trending hmm. um that that's gonna be interesting for me um to to keep track of
2: and um yeah so uh but yeah no absolutely he's, yeah, yeah. Sorry, actually, didn't mean to cut you off, man. Um, but um, like the only the only thing I also, else I wanted to say is um, you know, another thing that uh, another wrinkle to this is that uh, Norman is suggesting physical connection. He's suggesting people getting out of their houses, Pokemon Go style, like that very much came across to me when he said that. It's like it's about reestablishing physical connection because he wouldn't have used the millennial in its in their room alone, you know, as a contrasting point in that sentence. Otherwise, so um, I, I think another part of it could be if you know, Kojima might potentially, you know, stretch out, like, to the point of, I mean, Pokemon Go definitely had, like, staying power, for sure, Um, you know, because people still play it and everything, it's still got, like, a, 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 you know, a community base, definitely, Um, but Mm -hmm. um, one thing with, like, geotagging and stuff, like, that's something that... um, it's a little bit similar to timed events in, in games like Destiny and stuff. Like that was, it, it basically is like lost content. Like it, it, it happened, it was part of the game, but it no longer is kind of objectively part of it because it's not contained within the main. Uh, like I, I'm wondering if Death Stranding maybe cut maybe spread too thin, like with too much across different forms of media. So. Yeah, I can understand the the concern there as well because if we do think about something being ahead of its time, but then if you try to revisit Death Stranding ten years hence, and the geotagging, for example, is impossible because you had to have been there while it was happening, you know, that that could be something where, um, yeah, like mm-hmm. it's it's very interesting to 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 consider, um, like or even if it's or even before it's already out, to consider Death Stranding's potential legacy, you know.
3: Could I uh, yeah. put something in there? Oh yeah. Oh sure. sorry. Yeah. Oh actually. I'm right. Um could it tra- traffic be
2: traffic controller? Uh, let's go uh Mitchell and then Daniel. Go. Daniela, go.
3: Okay. Wait, my going is Daniela. Yes,
2: yeah. Going? Oh yeah, Mitchell Mitchell and then Daniela. Go for it, buddy.
3: Okay. Um This could be a case of uh Do you guys seen Interstellar? The movie? Yeah. Yep. Seeing that in IMAX or even just a theater is a completely different experience than seeing it in your living room. Yeah. Right. Mm. So could mm-hmm. this be the case, uh, like a cinema case where when you play it, when it came out and like, you know, whatever that happened, then it was amazing and phenomenal. Uh, but years down the line, it will be lost, uh, due to time. And if it's going to be something like destiny, like you said, live events, mm. um, kind of be, uh, like very batty once said, "Lost like tears in the rain," you know. Yeah. Will yeah. Will it be forgotten? Like you know, will you know if I pick it up thirty years from now when it releases? Thirty years from then, will it sell the same impact as when I played it the day of?
2: Mm. <laughs> That's actually super important. It reminds me of like uh, Kubrick. I don't know. Does everyone remember um, you know, how 2001: um, uh, Space Odyssey was received? I'm, I'm looking it up now, but I get a similar feeling because of how like yeah. mm-hmm. sort of drawn out the pacing of that film is. That it wouldn't have really connected with like uh, most blockbuster moving going audiences, and that it was seen as ahead of its time. And now many years mm-hmm. hence, it's been seen and, and and regarded as this like. Mm-hmm pillar of cinema, you know. So I, I definitely agree with that. But um but yeah I'll throw it to Daniela. Also Daniela, I definitely didn't mean to cut you off. I just figured I'd do the round table according to like the guest being here. But please go unmuted as long as you like into your point man. It's alright. Um I mean yeah
1: um having having uh, there will probably be uh, a smartphone app for Death Stranding yeah. for social interactions. <laughs> That's what I'm probably uh thinking of um but um i mean even if the game won't feel the same 20 30 years from now i mean it happens with every game on the um peculiar side of the game mm-hmm. for example on metal gear solid 2 as we mentioned uh there was this shocking news of uh, the government taking your information and stuff if you play the game nowadays you, you you hear like okay, government is gathering information. Yeah, I know that. So what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, or for two thousand and one, a space odyssey. Um, probably in the sixties, people were amazed by the special effects, practical effects, uh, and nowadays you see, you, uh, we have CGI, we have all that stuff. So it's not as um, hmm. surprising True. as it used to be, hmm.
5: but. I mean, uh, but it's still that's pretty. That's always
1: Great. gonna happen.
5: But the effects in what they say is still pretty good today. I watched it like yeah. three oh, years yes. ago. Oh yes, yeah. it is. Great. It is. Oh, it
3: is. I mean, it is.
1: You just you just lose that uh, sense of, uh, um, I don't know, ah, uh, uh, the the unexpected uh,
3: effects, wonder. You, yeah. Yeah.
1: You want you want yeah. Yeah. That sense of wonder, and. Um, yeah that that's what changes but it changes uh with every product you you release with every form of art um and that's of course that's that's where art goes all the time so yeah i mean we'll just enjoy the game at the uh at the maximum level when it releases and then we'll know it will uh, uh, it will have a different effect uh, yeah. 20 years from now
2: yeah. That's that's something I expect, and I'm not really bothered by. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, definitely, definitely, for sure. Well, that yeah. I um, you mentioned a bit about your history there, Mitchell, with uh, you know, when how, how you came to experience it. But let's um launch into sort of how each of our weeks were with uh, Hideo Kojima. And, yeah, I would love uh, to say that. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Um, wavelength like mine's. Um. So yeah, uh, I wanted to ask. Yeah. So what was anything that jumped out at you just this past week? Um. Uh, Me? On Death Stranding. Yep. Go for it, uh, Mitchell.
3: Um, surprisingly, um, so a little backstory on this, I got my sister, we had a secret Santa gift exchange and she got me an HP Lovecraft's tales of horror an 800 page of 28 stories from HP Lovecraft. Awesome. And I was reading, I've been stuck on this one and I've been reading it uh, a lot. I just keep rereading it, Hmm. but it's a, I had the book with me. It's a line from the, the, the story dragon. Hmm. So it, it reminded me a lot. Of it.
2: Was it was it some um, uh, Dagon? Yeah. Let me.
3: Uh, would you mind if I? Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. Dagon. Ah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. that's all right. Yeah. Go, go right ahead. Have you break. read that?
2: Yes, I have. But please sorry. do read. Just dyslexia. Like, yeah. that's, that's okay. Please do read the. Please do read the quote.
3: Uh, the change happens whilst I slept. In details, I shall never know. For my slumber, though troubled and dream uh, infested, was continue uh, continuous. When at last I uh, awake. Uh, it was to discover myself half stuck into a slimy expansion of a hellish black mirror, which extended uh, about me in a, uh, monotonous, uh, undulation, as far as I could see, and in which my boat lay, uh, lay grounded some distance away. Mm. Though one might imagine my first sensation would be wonder, as though, uh, prodiginous, and unexpected a transformation of scenery, in reality, I was more horrified than astonished. For there was, in the air uh, and in the rotting soil, a sinister quality which showed me to the uh, to the very core. The region was petrified with carcasses of decaying fish, other less describable things, while I uh, protruded sorry, protruded from the nasty mud an unending plane. Mm. Perhaps I could not convey uh, in mere words of un- uh, Unutterable uh, hideousness uh, that can dwell in absolute silence and barren, uh, uh, mercenary, uh, mercenary, Yeah, barren immensity. Uh, yeah. There is nothing. Yeah. Sorry, immensity. Mm-hmm. Sorry, uh, there was nothing within. Uh, there was nothing within hearing and nothing within sight, uh, save a vast bla- uh, reach of black, black slime. Like, mm. I'm like black slime, it's dictating... Kirk says, a barren wasteland.
2: I'm like, "Hmm." I know. Yet the very completeness of the stillness and homogeneity of the landscape oppressed me with nauseating fear. So, um, by the way, you are right on the ball, buddy, because, I mean, I'll just bring out a few of the words that you spoke from the quote. So it says, um, you know, uh, more horrified than astonished, right? So um, Uh then you can look at, like, Norman's facial expression. You know, like, there's no, like, complete shock on his face. There's just, like, like... Horror and awe, but nothing like you know. Again, we talked about emotions uh, on a couple of episodes ago with um, with how he was. Um with how he was reacting, then in the air and in the rotting soil, you know, when we see this, the like the soil literally rotting away, you know, a sinister quality mm-hmm. which chilled me to the very core, um, which is definitely happening with Gun Guy, aka Bob. Um, the region was putrid with the carcasses of decaying fish, which is definitely describes first and second trailers right there, um, and other less desirable things which I saw protruding from nasty mud of the unending plains. So again, mud, unending plains, and other nasty things like you know the stuff that came off. I mean, Like the very, like, inhuman uh, sort of fleshy stuff coming off of the tank. So definitely there. Um, Perhaps Mm -hmm. I should not uh, hope to convey in mere words the inutterable hideousness that can dwell in absolute silence and barren immensity. I mean, holy fuck. Like, that is a a central statement of what these... um, as I call them, the unseen, what these creatures are, like, they are so, so alien. And and I've, you know, uh, you know, read H.P. Lovecraft stuff, you know, up and down, um, and of, you know, Bloodborne, and like, I'm, I really, I'm sort of, my purview definitely is, you know, creatures that are meant to basically make you go crazy as soon as you see them, as in, like, lose your mind, you know, so I'm very intrigued by, by, um, uh, you know, artists, particularly that want to capture something that could make you go crazy like because of how uh, how shocking and inhuman it is um, and I, I just genuinely had never seen anything that like came up in that third trailer with that enormous colossus with hands for a face and Damn. crazy you know so um, and then there was nothing within hearing and nothing uh, in sight save a vast reach of black slime again black slime is all over the place in this thing um, yet the very completeness of the stillness and the homogeneity of the landscape impressed me with nauseating fear so this is basically saying that like I was paralyzed and like the stillness of everything, made was almost more terrifying than anything actually happening, which you could apply to, um, you know, like how it just everything was just like incredibly eerily, like floating upwards, super quietly, super silently. And I think uh, I want to throw this to Dean actually because you and me have talked about Ludwig and the music, um, like the effectiveness. Of the music going quiet in that moment, instead of ramp. Imagine if the music had like ramped up and maybe like overtaken and like uh, you know um, being too much and and being too loud. But just how it like regressed and like stepped back. Like how much more effective that was and how much more eerie and frightening it was. Um, what did you think of that, Dean?
5: Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, like I said, rather music was perfectly delivered, perfectly mm. delivered. Absolutely. Because y- mm. you have to, you have to yeah. have. You have to have these dips and downs for mm-hmm. it to be perfect. Yeah. And it was
2: perfect. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I, I completely agree with you there, man. Um, for sure. Nice. Well yeah, and so yeah, so that's kind of it seems as though that was like Mitch's angle of um is Mitch okay or Mitchell is is is, is the standard?
3: Uh Mitchell's usually the standard, but you can call me Mitch. I don't really okay, care. I will call Sounds you like I'm, gonna,
2: I'm gonna call you Michelin. From now on, I'm kidding, <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> well, my nickname's
3: Marshall, so oh. you can tell me that if
2: you want. Okay, Eminem. Okay, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, just... <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, we'll go. We'll go, Mitchell, man. Easy. I, I, no one very rarely gets gets away with anything other than Albert for me. Um, I tend to leave just without excusing myself. I leave conversations where anyone calls me Alby. It's like get the fuck out, you know. Um, that's <laughs> hilarious. But um, but yeah. So um, unless you had anything else to kind of um, uh, yeah, just add on to uh, your um, yeah, like that experience. With Dagon, you were saying with like this, uh, you know, with reading from H.P. Lovecraft. Was there anything else that you wanted to add before I throw it to um, D.N.N. Daniela from your week with um, Hideo Kojima? Uh,
3: just that Hideo Kojima just started his own Instagram. I know. Uh, that's pretty interesting, mm. but there's nothing really there—just pictures of stuff that would be on his uh, Twitter. You know, Legos, mm. alcohol, mm. a mm. random building, <laughs> a, a CD yeah more alcohol you know how you (laughs) know you know Kojima stuff
2: is 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 a headline at GameStop uh GameSpot is Kojima secretly an alcoholic you know who knows we'll see but uh but yeah no we're we're actually going to jump because when we do um uh um you know the Reddit rundown there's a few people yeah there's a couple of things from the Twitter I want to get everyone's roundtable on so we'll definitely revisit that but um but yeah
3: mm -hmm. yeah let everyone else go
2: for sure, no. Thanks for that, Mitchell. Um, I'll throw it to um, Daniela. How was um, how was your week in Kojima and uh, and Stranding, my friend?
1: Well, as I said, um, Kojima just started his Instagram, so I started following him, Please. and um, he also received a visit from Guillermo del Toro. Yes, um, that's right. Which who probably was shown the gameplay because that's what Guillermo said. Uh, he would do um yeah and uh, he retweeted a IGN post that um showed a person speedrunning PT oh <laughs> so amazing that's uh,
3: interesting I got 15 minutes
1: <laughs> that's amazing yeah i mean that game can't be like <laughs> you, you don't have many shortcuts in that game so yeah that's that's what i think you you get um yeah so um a pretty calm week he's always working he's always tweeting he's working Look, yeah. guys, I'm not wasting my time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, <it's laughs> <all> right. <laughs> we we deserve it. We deserve it. We we put his uh, working question, So yeah, <laughs>
2: but that's okay. I think the energy is good between him and his community now. I think, but it, it was yeah, uh, and we we spoke about this on previous episodes about like um uh, like a little window of, of uh, like right after that with the IGN article and and you know making those um uh yeah like explanations about Sagafra. I, I, I was I was like almost reaching through the internet into the article onto like with my arm just on like Hidu's shoulder just being buddy it's all good don't worry about it like yeah like you're fine We you have a, a, a fucking work ethic which in seven lifetimes I wouldn't have been able to cultivate like him reading like a book a day and like all that shit and it, it all it's all right there to see and, and and to and you can just pick it up from him from in terms of a vibe so but yeah no definitely yeah i, I agree um we're gonna jump into actually some of um uh you know the uh, guillermo del toro stuff um later on but um but yeah man um, anything else before i throw it to uh, the dean the deanster
1: <laughs> you can throw it to
2: the deanster i will throw it to the deanster dean how was your week uh as well as the crazy move that ah. you did you know uh um, with Death Stranding and, and Hugojima
5: yeah yeah so I pretty much moved from one city to another so I'm in Main of Creation now so it's go. the land of opportunity yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> amazing I'm sorry what city are you in now? Zagreb cool Zagabria, oh, okay. oh. he arrived still pretty far from me <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah yeah I, I'm, I'm more far than, than before yeah <laughs> yeah new strategy I have a new strategy
2: for the eventual like 20 I'm again I'm uh, Mitchell I'm not, sh- not sure if I've uh, expressed it anywhere on the outlet so but uh, on the episodes definitely I've referred to um September 19th as the like it's the definite release date of oh yeah 2019 of um Death Stranding the reason being selfishly because it's the um week of our 100th episode uh keeping this up with once a week and so i have got a new strategy now instead of us all like triangulating and like finding a boat and <laughs> meeting exactly in the middle of all of our various locations like louise and like steve and everyone um that's... which
1: probably <laughs> would be somewhere in the ocean <laughs> yeah
2: exactly we should uh, figure out where like a heat map just figure out how close everyone is to like a certain place So if like most people are in europe most people are in america we'll figure out and just like make that happen because that'd be really cool and then and like then I'm extending this like Arthur and um, everyone who, we, who we've who we had on previously like Josh from Texas for example it would be cool to like dial everyone up because I've got everyone in the Skype group so like in a year and a bit's time just like, like, like spam everyone hey you were on this show like however long ago uh, this game is actually coming out in two months come to this location do this <laughs> you know mm-hmm. <laughs> which I think I- could, yeah could kind of fun but yeah go ahead
5: yeah yeah <laughs> So oh, sorry. I, I should continue. Uh, yeah. So I moved, and yeah, I have a pretty, pretty better internet here. Yeah. And uh, as far as the turning is, is concerned, oh, I hear some background noise. I do. Mitchell. Yeah. Can you? Oh, sorry, it? Mitchell. You can,
3: yeah. eat, sorry, your con- you can my... eat.
2: You can eat your conflicts later. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh no, sorry. I
3: dropped. I dropped some papers and stuff, so I'm trying to pick yeah. them back up. You're fine. You're fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. You yeah, just okay. do, do the
2: muting thing, man. It's all good. Um, but yeah, don't worry about it, man. Um, yep. uh, go ahead, uh, Dean.
5: Yeah, and as far as that's running, I mean, yeah, the, the, there's the Instagram. Uh, uh Instagram stuff were pretty interesting to me because I think Kojima like posted one thousand pictures of Star Wars spaceships yeah. of some kind, you know, <laughs> Lego stuff. That's, that's right. That's pretty crazy. Mm. Yeah, and the other the other thing was no one mentioned it yet is Junji Ito. Uh, you yes. know how Guillermo Guillermo is mm-hmm. Junji Ito. Yeah, they just had dinner together yeah I, I can only see it man uh, in another trailer next trailer or even you know after that uh, Junji Ito comes you know he, he's some kind of NPC or something and he he's revealed like something similar to Gu- Guillermo del Toro mm. yeah I, I really think that there's a big possibility of that happening. Gosh I would love to see
2: Junji name in the credits for mm, Death Stranding in some way. Yeah yeah, yeah.
5: can you imagine that yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely uh, and yeah th- that's Pretty much it. I mean, the, there's also there's also. I uh, maybe I wanted to connect it to to uh, Guillermo. Mm. How you know that that interview they had uh, like 2016, I think. And uh, when when Kojima did Pan's Labyrinth thing with hands, I just wanted to connect that. You yeah. know that that can thing is pretty much pretty much what what. Uh, what happens in the third trailer so i think it was more than just you know a reference oh to, shit to... oh
2: you're not just doing this. Yeah. Me- you know i i can't even handle being alive right now because you literally just made that connection of really like again it. the pale man whose head is hands like uh oh, yeah, yeah god okay i need to like go for a walk now and like lie down that's fucking amazing man i hadn't thought of that at all um that's incredible yeah well done um dude yeah go for it dude
5: Yeah, that's pretty much it, yeah
2: incredible yeah I want to do a mini round table on yeah just Jinji Ito's possible involvement there's there's no possibility obviously in, in terms of um, his uh, yeah because as in like it's a certainty to me that there was influence um, we see so much of Jinji Ito uh, not just in PT but uh, yeah carried over into um, Death Stranding for sure um, and actually uh, listeners um, after our sort of this season so to speak of um, breaking down this trailer which I'm happy to pick up the pace with if, if it's okay with uh, you guys I'll just sort of that with you guys on on the air here we sort of uh, incorporate some of our weekly meetings into uh like peppered throughout our episodes um if we want to do um just finish up threading the strands uh so that you know people aren't waiting maybe if they're following along they kind of want to continue hearing our analysis um wrap that up with the next couple of episodes and um and still incorporate, obviously, other news and everything. Uh, and then, are you happy with that, Dean? Because I, I know that we, we said we would tag team, but we, we also want to keep the freshness and, like, because uh, otherwise, if we're like eight weeks from now and we've only gotten to like minute four, four or five, you know, like that could be <laughs> that could be pretty, yeah, drawing it out. So, what do you think of that, Dean? Um, because uh, I don't want to infringe yes. on, um, uh, uh, you know, um, phantom Paints and gains.
5: No, no, no problem. I mean, I mean, the the, the trailer is kind of old news now and it yeah i i, th- I think it, we need to because uh, the way i know it's old news you know you know why because i'm already itching for something new I, I'm, yes. I'm already waiting for that entry or mm-hmm. gdc or something that's yes. that's how i know
2: that's right it's like it's like chewing a piece of food too long it just turns into like mush <laughs> you know yeah yeah It's <laughs> <laughs> just like oh. where's, where's the original flavor man you know <laughs> oh my god there you go so but no I I, and that's why but here's the thing for me it's going to be less about like us just trying to squeeze everything out of this trailer it's more going to just be this will give us um, a structure to it. like going through the trailer I'm actually happy to like loosen all the way up even on just like while we play through it once we cut away to threading the strands in this episode um, we'll have the trailer playing in the background things might come up to you like one one thing as I was um, hearing uh, Mitch tell his story I brought up the trailer just uh, and I had it on my phone going at 0.25 speed and one thing like off the bat i notice is like the palm prints seem not to have any kind of earthly weight to them because with when a palm print arrives like when you actually put a palm print down you see how you, you know what i mean like the first the tips of the finger go down and then you can actually feel the weight of the creature on top of it whereas these just simply materialize evenly like completely evenly uh like as though they're being as though someone actually has like a human palm print stamp and is just stamping them because also the gait of the creature uh of whatever it is it's not justifiable like because of the size of those hands it would have to be striding way further out like especially if it's on its hands and knees you know like um Which, by the way, uh, listeners, um, you know the connection with babies, Um, Dean, Danielle, and Mitch. uh, Babies will walk on their hands and knees, right? Yeah, right. And it's the baby that disappeared in the first trailer, right? So... Maybe we're being invaded by giant space babies. Who knows, right? So it's gonna kind of, yeah, so like. That would be the, terrifying. It would be fucking terrifying. That's yeah. <laughs> oh god! It's like spirited away all over again.
3: Um, imagining Ghostbusters, the, yes. big, the big donut, man, the big uh, marshmallow man, but just a baby but, instead. But just a giant baby. Oh my god.
2: Death Stranding is a remake of the original Ghostbusters.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, we're gonna see uh, the next trailer. We're gonna see. Like just naked on naked like on the roof of some skyscraper, we're just gonna see Dan Aykroyd like all overweight but like naked. Why did I do that? Why did I have to give you guys that visual? It's like I enjoy torturing you on this show. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, but yeah, Dean, um, did you have any other quick little riffs for for your um, for your week? we were all good. Yeah. We're all good to go. Fantastic. So for me, um, again, yeah, totally reflecting. Oh, actually, Mitch, did you have anything there for that one? Oh, no, I was just
3: saying we're good. Like I was saying anything to say. You
2: were making making an environmental utterance of acknowledgement. I understand. Sorry. (laughs) Don't don't apologize. Well, guys, I I think you're my favorite guest so far. You're just super just like, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's like, don't worry about it, man. Okay. So, um, no, for me, uh, it was definitely um, all oh fuck it was all about shape of water for me which i consider to be I actually messaged and um, we have a uh, a user uh, on um on uh on the on the uh, on the re- um, sorry on the yeah the uh, what is it the uh on the instagram right who um she was very kindly uh like liking a couple of our posts so i want to give her a shout out her name's megan um and i think she's got like a it's like a really like mellow cool kind of name it's like mega megan chills out or whatever and she was liking our um uh, shape of water kind of stuff you know um and i was like i really dig that and it's it, yeah so megan quiet company so there you go um uh, yeah I'll send this timestamp to you Megan and, and send a link to this one but the reason I bring it up is because um you know I talked about earlier how um death stranding uh you know um or, or rather yeah like how Metal Gear as well um, had this subtle thing which i I don't consider to like Kojima to be like like a, a marketer so to speak but regardless he he must have some kind of preternatural um intuition about how to present his games because just as you know i i don't know if he was prescient or anything i i'm sure that he had the assurance that just from having been his colleague for so long and even collaborated with them to an extent on on silent hills this relationship with with um guillermo del toro now as i'm tagging these posts for example just to give you an example immediately uh, sort of understandable example with tagging because i tag everything death stranding shape of water um Because of that connected um, subject matter of, like, uh, you know, um, dream space. And, like, have you guys, by the way, we'll do a little roundtable. Who has seen Shape of Water here?
1: It's not out in Italy yet. Not out in Italy. I can't uh, see it.
2: That's okay, Croatia? I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it next week. Brilliant. And how about you, Mitchell?
3: It's out of the theaters where I am now. I wasn't able to see it in time.
2: That's okay. Um, definitely in in your own time. Actually, it even benefits from just like really like you know taking your time with it. Definitely, and I'm gonna definitely see it a few more times. But um, all I need to say without spoilers, within the first um minute of that uh film, you'll see connected DNA with with Death Stranding, right? Um, what I want to say is that now Guillermo del Toro, no big deal. Um, he has he's leading the way with the Oscars. Which is fucking enormous to me. Like, I... You know, I saw him give his Golden Globes acceptance speech and you can even tell in his sort of, um, that's why he's like super mellow. He's not like being super like effusive and just like, oh, you know, oh, finally, anything like that. He like, you hear any Guillermo talk about um, film production and getting his movies made. He has like 70 more film ideas than the 10 movies than he's actually gotten made. And he's definitely like jaded with awards and jaded with, with Hollywood. So even though this is a huge honor for him, I love how grounded he's being and it's very, definitely reminds me of like how kojima approaches uh, receiving his honors and stuff when he's been given like these awards and stuff and that's why i also think they're, they're kind of kindred spirits in that way as well as the sort of um growing up in similar settings with similar like you know ultraman and, and all these like um uh, tokusatsu all, all everything i say at the top of the show that that connected them in, in the first place um and i also love uh that they have this kind of shared eclectic space where by the way you know just as this academy award multi like 13 academy award nominated film is being you know shared by the academy and all the, this is the highest prestige of this medium and you could argue any medium ever really if you think about it like uh you know the um let's let's go let's go through the medium so the grammys that's great yep grammys don't have definitely as high a profile as oscars emmys yeah okay let's go past that um you know golden globes yeah probably right there with like just but like um like in you know like looking up at the oscars there um and then you look at literature you know you have um those awards there which i need to become less ignorant about about uh what what's name name a a literature award guys help me out here uh Uh, nobel prize that's right yeah, exactly. I, exactly. I have no idea. There you go. <laughs> that's all you need to know. But Oscars, you say Oscars, that's immediate, that's entertainment, that's art. All of these terms come to the forefront, right? Um, what I, part- what I
5: th- yeah, go ahead. Can I just chime, chime in for a second? Yeah. Uh, what I think is a bullshit move from Oscars is there, that there's no Blade Runner as the best uh, movie Yeah. Ever. That is kind of fucked up. I mean, that is yeah, kind of fucked it, up. Yeah. The, so, yeah, I, I don't have very, 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 you know, good opinion of Oscars. Fuck
2: the Oscars!
5: For some time now. <laughs> but then,
2: yeah. <laughs> right? You know, I, I resonate with it. I resonate with both, okay? Um,
5: there's prestige, there's value no, in being it,
2: recognized. It, but, yeah, you're right, Dean. Go ahead.
5: Yeah, um, it's still nominated, you know, in cinematography, sound design, and stuff like that. So, that's good. But I think you don't see a reason why it's not for... What's the category called best best picture, right? best picture, best picture, best picture,
3: best director. Yeah,
5: yeah, best director. Yeah. Yeah.
2: director surprised. Yeah. Why? I was very surprised. Uh, I'm glad Shape of Water was recognized as it was because that's you know not just mm-hmm. because merely of the uh, you know just not just because of the Kojima connection because Blade Runner has a Kojima connection there as well with influences but that active connection. But you're right. Um, I, I completely agree. There was major snubbage happening there, Dean. I totally agree with you. Mm. Totally. Cool yeah and so yeah no as i was saying it's like yeah um whether again intuitive or not or or, sorry uh, intentional or not rather um Death Stranding is is part of this conversation uh, because we have this man who is on stage who is going to be on stage receiving that best uh, director Oscar mm-hmm. that best uh, um, um, uh, best best picture Oscar definitely this is happening it's just I'm I'm willing it into being <laughs> not that not that he needs my help at all you'll see when you see this film it, as I mentioned in the last episode and I'll happily say ad nauseam like it just highway it's like skyrocketed straight into this really really sacred important part of my heart like that the messages of that movie um everything that movie is is just so kindred to me um definitely so any listeners who still haven't seen it definitely go out and um support that film my gosh you know um but i wanted to say that like yeah so um and i fielded it actually to the subreddit um will we see gilmore be asked about death stranding uh, on the press tour uh, for um um for the Oscars, um, and this goes back to actually a post that I made. Uh, I would say maybe even o- o- over a year ago. Um, if you search uh, like Albert Kessa Oscars black black carpet premiere, I basically started saying to people, and I think I, it was kind of snubbed at the time, which I understand. You know, people have different opinions, and, and you know, like the internet votes how it will, and that's totally fine. But what I basically insinuated is that Death Stranding is going to pave the way for for games being held in as high a regard and in as high a prestige um, as Oscar-winning films, um, and we will see a shift in how this game will be marketed. We will see a shift in the medium and in the industry and in how this game will premiere. And I basically speculated about a black, um, a black carpet premiere, basically of a, a like of something where this movie, this this game, isn't just going to be released on PSN and that's it. There will be, like I like we saw, you know, a Final Fantasy X take up the Orpheum I believe it was the um, same uh, uh, stage that uh, the Oscars were presented on and um, like you know Greg Miller, Tim Geddes you know they did that big countdown that was a surreal moment for me realizing you know this uh, game series coming from like 1987 dusty you know um, Japanese officers you know Hironobu Sakaguchi you know working title after title and now they're on the Oscars stage and Hironobu Sakaguchi's face is blown up Uh, many many feet up into the up into the air you know projected and discussing how far the series has come and all this you know um so and what i basically said and what what, when i see this i know it's just a grain of it it's maybe like a grain of sand eternity in an hour whatever you want to say it's the first little trickle of like holy crap like there is two degrees no there's sorry there's one degree of separation between death stranding being discussed um in the same breath as a multi-Oscar winning film uh, with a connected staff member, which is, you know, you know, um, as we know listeners, you know, Gil del Toro scanned in, not confirmed to be actively creatively participating in Death Stranding. However, his likeness is being used. He is objectively part of this conversation like he's like he may say like oh i'm just hideous puppet they're more than just puppets it's been established that they're kindred that they share creative space and again i emphasize please see shape of water because you will see that connected dna there definitely um and yeah so um i need needless to say my entire week was wrapped up in how proud i am of guillermo how proud i am for um uh, genre being recognized and ray actually my girlfriend. she observed that this is the post Weinstein uh, Oscars <laughs> where like yeah. there's this uh, theory that he was arbiting and he, he kind of had monopoly over who got nominated and stuff and it's like first post Weinstein Oscars now we see genre being recognized we see uh, you know um, multiculturalism being acknowledged in a wider way where there's just less of a stranglehold like basically uh, white uh, privileged old male um, uh, Hollywood in America is fucking licking its wounds as it fucking rightly should and we're seeing um genre being recognized in such a phenomenal way uh and and given this artistic validity which again um is so related to my sort of ethos and my sort of approach with interactive artistry is that I want to see um, underappreciated art you know uh, he said it in his beautiful very classy post by the way and by the way have you seen Guillermo wearing his director he's, he's just he's not saying much but he's just he just looks like an Oscar fucking winning director already <laughs> like he's wearing his scarf and everything <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> That's what I thought as well. Yeah, it's like, yeah, my boy, go there in Japan, have your shabu-shabu, but needless to say, you're fucking making history, man, with your fish man movie, you know? So beautiful. So um, I get, yeah, super just like en- enlivened and-, and super proud about that. But um, th- that was my week, for sure, in, in the medium, definitely. And, um, and in tangentially related, just uh, rounding News, which is great. Um, how close, quick little roundtable, are we to seeing kojima's 2018 tease slash reveal will we see it before e3 i'll throw it to mitch go for it
3: um i'm guessing we will see it before 2018 i'm guessing somewhere in march to may area okay maybe at gdc or some other you know event or it could even be you know uh similar to like a nintendo direct you know where they just you know Hey, next week something big is going to be announced. Uh, stay tuned in this live stream, you know, or a month ahead or something. Yeah. And then they get people talking and they watch. And then I like my, that. My prediction is gameplay and release window of twenty nineteen. That's my prediction. I love that. Oh, I love that gameplay would be like fifteen. They like kind of like uh, more in the line of the God of War gameplay reveal. Hmm. You know, it's like ten minute, ten fifteen minutes of. Gameplay and story, gameplay and story. Right. Uh, but you know, I can see that happening. I yeah. feel, But I feel like it would be more pre uh, during the prologue when he said that. You know, very actiony, very. Uh, you know, I I don't I think he's gonna hold off showing the unique gameplay until later and let us. You know, discover it on our own and show you know the. Uncharted, Division, Tell, kind of, you know, third person, cover based shooting stuff, you know.
2: Yeah, definitely. Oh, well,
5: yeah.
3: so us that. Yeah.
5: yeah, go ahead, Dean. And then the, you know the. No, I really, I really can't imagine that. I really can't imagine a gameplay shown that you know you see Norman just going around and shooting everyone. I can't see that. I can't imagine seeing that.
2: Mm. Because he because he, he's mentioning so much about connection. You're right, and me nodding yeah. along is just like to, to like because uh, yeah, like <laughs> and and that's the thing, you know, Mitchell. Like uh, we could yeah. see because um, and I'm saying this to both uh, yourself, Mitchell, and 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 um, uh, and Dean and also Daniela. He did mention initially this will feel familiar, and then it will <laughs> shift. So that's what I think, Mitchell's. Referring referring mm-hmm. to is that we will see the third person we'll see I mean we saw a gun in the latest yeah. trailer so there could be that and then absolutely I want I, I want that magic moment that he refers to I get goosebumps thinking about it of like we're playing quote unquote a Me- Metal Gear-esque game and then at some point everything melts away and then we're in like Kubrick space with like floating babies and connection connection <laughs> connection you know uh, I'm really intrigued by that so I think I agree with both of you yeah <laughs>
3: definitely <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably yeah. I'm guessing hence, hence yeah. towards the new gameplay, like yeah, I'm yeah. guessing less than a minute of new gameplay because I feel like he wants us to get us intrigued enough like with these trailers. Mm. But I think he learned from Melgar Solid 5, where basically we, people went in and people could predict what the story was going to be. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And what and, and that was the major problem I had uh Death Stranding, not Death Stranding, Melgar Solid Five. Even though I love the game, it's an amazing game. It's just that when all the trailers came out, everyone knew what it was before True. it even came out. Yeah. And I feel like this, he, he's taking a step back. He's taking a, a Blade Runner approach rather than, you know, uh, you know, whatever Jumanji or whatever yeah. shitty movie that came out. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh,
4: <laughs> Jumanji. So, like, you know, I think I
3: he's, you know, he Death Stranding and Blade Runner have in common is that Blade Runner, it's a it's, uh, story was so, in, like, it was just, this the story was a spoiler itself. Mm. so they couldn't even hint at it so they just yeah. had to show action just saying Blade Runner's back and I feel like that that's kind of what we're gonna see with Death Jenny you know it's gonna be like Kojima's back and he's has something new and was like what's good the point. new thing like
4: yeah yes it's that's new definitely good and so
3: they're just gonna hint at it you know like oh it's gonna be different you know and then it's gonna get everyone's like what's the different you
2: know yeah
3: absolutely uh, totally. and then and I hint t- over time yeah, oh, yeah. I just yeah. want to. go
2: That's okay because I just see like Daniela's thing, kind of very. So, Daniela, did you have a riff there with um uh, uh on what what Mitchell was saying?
1: No, um, I was just thinking. Yeah, uh, he's right. We said that um other times in the podcast. Yeah, that was the problem with Metal Gear Solid Five. The trailers told everything. Yes, <laughs> I indeed. mean, you didn't have you had little surprise playing the game and seeing how the story story went Um, also because of the internet Uh, people uh, theorizing and publishing things and you could see other people's theories as well as yours Uh, yeah Hmm. and the connections, interesting connections that will revolutionize the game Uh, it's gonna be like uh, I'm gonna connect you to death
2: (laughs) (laughs) connect connect you to death holy crap wow that's how you, you know put that on like, the desk, the that, ps4 explodes i know that has, <laughs> that has a double meaning that has a double meaning you know connect you to like the land of death oh, or noticed. like the world of death and then oh i did notice oh, i'm very perceptive <laughs> yes yes uh yeah buddy i got you i'm all over it um yeah that's a va- that's amazing i'm um, hope i'm actually hoping for a um a big blowout um a HideoTube, uh hideotube episode where he says like yeah we took right. this, we took an entire I those. yeah me too so that 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 could be where the the reveal is revealed so to speak you know because I don't see him wanting to just like tail off and not really do HideoTube anymore because he, he mentioned like you know Sagastro mm. was happening um, you know there was, <laughs> a lot, there was a lot involved with that I tried to busy myself as much as possible and he even mentions what did he say with the last HideoTube Tube? was like it's been six months should we be doing this because <laughs> he keeps he's like saying, I think
5: yep yeah. I think it's because he's such a perfectionist because uh, you know HideoTube <laughs> was really fleshed out and like Designed in such a, you know, perfectionist way. There are all these, uh, you know, clips from movies and stuff like that. I just think it, it takes too much of his time, and that's why I predict we will see only one, one more episode before it release, and that's, you know, okay. close to release. Really- For sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, so like it's um, an episode.
2: Oh yeah. Go ahead, Daniela. <laughs>
1: If it, if he's only to release one before the game releases, uh, I
2: have, I hope it's gonna be a heck of an episode. <laughs> possibly, right. possibly, possibly. So, but yeah, yeah. I just want to do a quick little roundtable for that one there. So yeah, so I mean, I think that kind of covers our first segment, really, of like how everyone's week was because we did a quick little roundtable there. Um, mm-hmm. Does everyone have the Reddit open in front of them? Yeah. Yes. Awesome. I'm going to start delegating more and more with with this sort of thing. So, Daniela, if you would kindly read out anything from the Reddit that sort of jumped out at you and give the um, uh, author like a little shout out and just like your general thoughts on their post.
1: Okay, um, good. Uh, Well, um, let me see. Female luden and sought by, okay, children who chase lost voices. Oh my god, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to okay, be talking um, about that one there, definitely. Yeah, well, we said
1: about Guillermo visiting Kojima Productions. Irish Wolfhound93 mm-hmm. pointed that out. And uh, the info from no readers. And uh, yeah, Junji Ito, who met Del Toro. I mean, uh, that's the that's, uh, big news I see. Uh, Yes. coming out of the Reddit mm-hmm. and um, Naveid S posted it mm-hmm. and um, yeah. nice. and s- comments were like Jinji uh, Ito and Koji Pro is what drew me into PT so much I really mm-hmm. hope it's in the ass, yes. it still hurts uh, <laughs> Pinoy Nina Pinoy Nina I'm, I'm hoping I'm reading it right um, someone asked who's the blonde woman? who's the blonde woman? true, true uh I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah, so who is cool. she? exactly, exactly, <laughs> right? Um someone messaged me recently and I'll be actually shouting at a whole bunch of people like we have a, a, a don't let me forget by the way guys, we have Matt from uh the Facebook group who messaged me. This is going to be on the shout out section. Um who he, like he, like these theories. Uh, he said L Fanning for the for the woman. I was like L Fanning and I looked mm. her up. I was like she looks exactly yeah. like her, you know? Is that the group from the Neon Demon. Uh, I believe yeah. so. Yes, yes, that's Super right. A, but, uh, I
1: love that girl. demon. I love her. That's so cool. Oh, we also have some really cool art um, um, from Frido MXI. And uh, I really invite you guys to take a look at them because they're really wonderful art from that's trending. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're really, really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, it's the first post on Reddit right now.
3: Let's have a look. Let's bring this Mama Jammer up. Did oh, yeah, you? I saw that. that was, those are pretty interesting. I like them. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Coolies. Let's say uh, quickly. Because mm. my, my Reddit just crashed, so let's have a look. Made some designs. No. Oh, get no. out of here. This is crazy. Uh, yeah, like kind of true detective-y-tastic. I love it. You know? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. This is incredible.
5: How possible... How possible do you think the, it, it could be that, you know, Elle Fanning will be in the game? I mean, I mean considering the, the she's, she's pretty young. Uh, yes, the rap connection, and she's pretty young and didn't have, I mean, much of a career. I think she's 18 hmm. or
3: 19.
5: Nin- 19. 19. I'm no, going to shut this person out. Scupper. Sorry to interrupt you guys. User- no, no, I
2: interrupted no. you, sorry. That's okay. Okay. No, that's okay. So, User Freedom MXI, you are a phenomenally talented artist. Right, because I'm yeah. looking at I'm looking at some of this. Uh, that's the last of the images. I just totally just like stole it, like I just did. It's it's the um photo of um. It's with the overcast sky. We have Norman in profile, looking to the left, and his entire being, so to speak, his silhouette is filled with, basically, yeah, Mads, the child, Guillermo um, the the baby, the doll, and it's all just contained within him, contained within his story.
5: This oh, is, I saw that. Yeah. this is
2: fucking cover art worthy.
5: This oh, and I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I didn't like you didn't it, like it, too, it. Much. too much. Too much. About, of it. Well, here's, yeah, here's the thing. This
2: is my angle for you. And I totally respect different viewpoints. It's really important. Makes the world go round. But this is the one thing I'll say. So if you squint and you just look away and you just see, like, it just looks like someone who's just got, yeah, you don't have to f- focus too much on the individual pieces of information, like all the individual. If you take it as a visual and you just see just the palette of, like, the over, like, it's really well balanced color wise, you know? and Yeah. Um, yeah, my immediate thought was like, I need to contact this person. I want this as the podcast cover, <laughs> you know, as <laughs> yeah. as a, as one of our dean. You know how you design? By the way, no. uh, la- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, the podcast art across all platforms designed by the awesome dean. And here's the thing, though, um, I've become addicted to. I've become addicted to va- variants because we have so many different outlets. So with God of War podcast, we have three different variants, and Dean's ones are always going to be the main ones. But I always love the idea of like, oh, different variants. It's just maybe it's my like OCD. Kind of collector nature is like listen to it on all platforms to see all different things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god, someone saved But yeah, no, very good call on that one, um, uh, uh um, Daniela. With them, um, you know, calling out the Reddit, um, um, we'll go round so I'll, um, uh, anything jump out at you, uh, uh Dean, from, from, the, from the Reddit?
5: I mean, we covered most of it already, and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the, the biggest thing for me for now is yeah that telephoning thing. I mean, I, I just I just now noticed who, who who the girl was because I you know how she's new, I didn't know her name. But if she's from Neon Demon, I love that movie really much. Mm. So yeah, I, and and I think it's a possibility for sure because she's young. She she wants uh, you know, she she needs a job probably or something like that. And yeah, I, I think it's a possibility. Mm, but sure. it's also it's also kind of you know it's not really with our with, with what we thought before about mother being someone someone motherly. Mm. So yeah, she's pretty young. I don't know. <laughs> True, exactly.
2: It. She is a bit young, um, and we would have to think about yeah. You know, again, he, he's he's defined by taking unexpected choices but there's always a bit of fun in speculating where he'll go um, and i think it's pretty undeniable across the board that this is the female protagonist that they, this is just sort of yeah, like the we can say safe with fair certainty that whoever will be you know the female protagonist will resemble this uh, you know cartoon that was that was drawn um, yeah and i find that very interesting that um, they premiered uh possibly teasing, you know, the um the female protagonist in the form of a, an illustration first. It's very interesting because we've had, you know, Mads in full I think the best reveal so far has been Mads. You know, um it's it's sort mm, of an, it's an unforgettable like that tracking shot. It just feels like something Kubrick would have
5: done as well. You know? Mm, can um, I can I share my first experience with that moment. Oh please do, please y- do. It'll be quick. It'll be quick. Yeah so yeah. I watched it you know three three four AM in the morning and uh, you know how the uh, trailer started. I-, I was freaking out, and uh, my mother actually came in the room uh, just as <laughs> just as soon the man showed up. <laughs> yeah, and I-, I was crazy. Don't ruin this for me. You 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 no. Don't ruin. This. <laughs> don't ruin this for me. <laughs> It was terrible, but yeah. one—I I will never forget that moment. Never yeah.
2: ever. Yeah. As in, don't ruin this for me. As in that she would like,
5: uh, like, talk over it or something.
1: Yeah, Your mother yeah, won't yeah. forget that yep. moment too.
5: Yeah, because I, I was so loud, I was freaking out. It's happening! It's happening! You know, I, I was like screaming. I was just typing the friend. <laughs> like, and yeah, she went, be quiet, son. Be, qu- be quiet. Be quiet. Qu- take this away. That was great. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's amazing. (laughs) Oh
2: my god!
3: My brother, when we were watching the trailer, he was like, he's like, he's pretty young. He's like five, and he was was sitting there while I was watching uh, the Game Awards. And he's like, "What's that? Who's Mm -hmm. that? Why? Why is that happening?" I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know anything. (laughs) I don't. I know know. as much as you.
2: That's hilarious. Uh, That's really great. I actually would love to see listeners. If you did want to send in your sort of stories of, um, you know, like yeah, like of, of like your experiences watching the trailers. Maybe if you had to sort of have a kind of big information dump on whoever watched it with you or that walked in on you watching it, and you had to sort of explain. Uh, you know, don't worry. This isn't some kind of weird fetish thing. It's just like naked Norman on the leg, you know? like, you know, something. You know, like wow, this is yeah. That's an interesting idea. Yeah, I would love to hear people's sort of stories of, um, you know, having to sort of um, you know, death stranding and then what? Like people having to kind of yeah, like either, either watching trailers or whatever. But I think that'd be a pretty cool, interesting uh, idea. What do you th- What do you guys think? Oh,
1: yeah, it's it's cool. I mean that that's good. That's that should be really fun to do.
2: <laughs> For sure. Um, speaking of uh, the community um, we have that oh. post that we recorded actually does anyone else have any others that they wanted to shout out before I, I crack, on, crack on
1: I just I just want to say one thing it's totally unrelated but it just came to my mind thinking about the female Luden's fan art and uh, stuff what if at the beginning of the game you could choose between a male or a female protagonist
3: mm. like uh Mass Effect you know
1: yeah Something like that
3: Interesting
1: like you either are Normal radius or Emma stone. I mean something like that, that would mm-hmm. that would I don't be think cool. so
5: mm. That would be crazy because it's hard to do. It's so hard to do you know both, both, yeah. both, both
1: Played it is it is it is uh, yeah,
5: I don't know. I would much rather well. have one experience and it's fleshed out to the end, you know
1: Yeah, me too, me too. I I would prefer that, but I I consider that um, a possibility, since we've seen uh, some female Ludens art. Uh, I mean, the only one in the Ludens suit so far was presumably Norman Ridus. so that's why I thought of this. But yeah, I, I would prefer Norman to be the only main character as well, but I don't know, I mean...
3: Yeah, possibility. Yeah, you you you're right have you oh. That's Have you guys ever played uh, near Intamida? Yeah, I, I, I have to. I played yeah, that. Yeah. We talked about that. Steve maybe something that. like that. Um, yeah, maybe something like that. Yeah, like cool. yeah, like maybe something like that. Uh, you know, where you can replay the campaign but slightly differently. You know, because mm. you can replay the campaign as nine uh, S, but instead of using your heavy attack, you hack and you hack a lot of things. Mm. And. uh, When I first beat the game, I was like, what the, the story wasn't complete. It doesn't make any sense, but now I'm playing it more and more, I'm like, oh, wow, actually there's more stuff to do, and it's not just a simple, like, eight-hour campaign.
2: Mm. True, true, true. Um, actually, so it could be something like that. It could be. It could be. I want to quickly shout out, just to make sure that I don't miss uh, miss them on the episode. So Matthew Musil um, uh, wrote to us on our Interactive Artistry Facebook page. And he said, okay, so I have a crazy idea about the gameplay aspects of Death Stranding. You know, because we were just talking about gameplay. Uh, suppose Sam mm-hmm. and the baby are two different ways to assume the world. And I was like, what? A player could choose to play as Sam or as the baby. The perception on reality you will employ will be creatively separated not all challenges can be overcome with one tool maybe the reason why the texture of the incubator is the same as the gamepad could be related to how you change between Sam and the baby this could create a rope between a player and its belongings, like Kojima reference. and I was like, dude I'm sharing your thing, absolutely and he's like, this could be a revolutionary idea in an online world, essentially playing the same character as someone else, but from different perspectives and with different roles. Like for me, immediate, my thought was like, oh, you play as Sam on the console and then when you're away during your stuff during your day and you're on your phone, that's another angle I had, is you're the baby, because the, the baby is like a smaller version. You know, like look at a phone. A phone is a baby version of a TV, right? So wow he, yeah that was a thought that's that interesting hmm. and so he's interesting yeah. yeah yeah he's like just came off the top of my head wanted to share it with somebody that had some clout who knows maybe kojima will break it uh, will break it if someone figures it out <laughs> which is interesting so but yeah i love the idea of um uh you know essentially playing the game uh playing the same character as someone else but from t- different perspectives and with different roles so what do you a quick little round table on that so um what do you think of the potential of kind of doing uh, maybe succeeding at where i feel as though destiny like it tried to tease that oh you'll be able to have the destiny app and throughout your day you can do stuff and who knows um yeah uh, do you think there'll be a death stranding app i guess is what i'm saying um daniel you ar- already it's... confirmed it
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right cool okay cool uh, i like that uh, but um, did you actually want to say anything Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, go Daniel sorry for interrupting.
5: Okay,
1: that's cool. Yeah. No no, it's okay. I'm not going to talk for the rest of my what?
2: life. No. <laughs> he's always doing this to me. So emotional. These no. an over emotional Italians yeah. so just, just can't handle it, you know? Uh,
1: yeah. I like emotional games for one reason. No. <laughs> cool. Um yeah. I was just thinking um, if Kojima just wanted to add to that. Uh, if Kojima does that uh, it means he really has a good idea of making it uh, innovative
2: uh, breakthrough thing yeah i i agree yeah i mean, i i could i would trust Kojima to, to do something amazing amazing in fact i'm surprised why it hasn't been i think i think there was like a mgs5 app um but you know not in the fourth wall breaking way that i know that kojima he's going to be sending you notifications at work we're going to get death stranding notifications at work it's just going to (laughs) happen you know what i mean like for he wants to like in every aspect of fourth wall connecting with you with the physical world and your real life you know that's what i think is going to happen so um dean um (laughs) i know he said that daniela confirmed it but uh, do you think there'll be a death app?
5: uh one, one thing yeah I, I think it will be unfortunately because you you know unfortunately it, 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 yeah if, <laughs> if you think connecting with uh you know not isolating experience and all that i really think it's pretty much confirmed that something like that will happen but what I to also, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah right yeah and also no, no, <laughs> I'm kidding no please
1: <laughs> but
5: what i wanted to mention and maybe congratulate near or you know tell that it's that is done good is that you know how fast travel uh, for example in near you 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 are like this computer and you are literally fast uh, travel is not only you know you you, you teleport from one, one place to another it's you know you are literally erased from this from this place to to another one because mm. you are a computer you are a program you are yeah. a software mm. and uh, that's, that's something i think we need more of because for example, in Witcher 3, you know, it's it's simply you're teleported. You're pretty much teleported, and that's immersion breaking. So stuff like that, where you know your your app is your baby or something similar. Uh, I think if you, if you already want to do some kind of testing app, do it in, in some yeah unique way for sure. Yeah.
2: I really, yeah, I can definitely get behind that, man, for sure. Um, okay, we've got, okay, easy peasy. Well, um, you know what? Um, it'll just going to be, um, Daniela, I understand that you needed to uh, split and go and hang out with cooler people. Uh, well, actually, my grandmother, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, she's she's <laughs> the coolest <laughs> of all. She's the coolest <laughs> of all. <She's> coolest <laughs> of all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. But no, um, uh, thank you so much for joining us, Daniela, and um, we'll, we'll catch up with you next me. week, huh?
1: Sure. Take
2: it easy. Thank you, guys.
1: Bye. You're well, man. Yeah, bye. man.
2: Bye-bye, yeah. bye-bye. Yeah, later. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, yeah, super glad that we got that little ra- oh, We want to complete the roundtable. Mitchell, what do you think? Will there be a Death Stranding app, do you think? And and how do you think we, it might be
3: implemented? Um, yes, there will be a Death Stranding app. I don't know how it will be implemented. Uh, if you remember, the Division, when it was announced, uh, would have a mobile app where you could play as like, a little playing thing, like at work, you know, in the game. You could, like, fly around and help your friends if you're at work, you know, they need help. Mm. Or as even Destiny and Anthem have been announced, you know, they're like, oh, you can jump in and turn your friends immediately yeah. through an app. Those things never came to fruition. Uh, so I think there'll be an app. However, I think it's be very limited. I feel like it's going to be more social than uh, adding to the game. I feel mm. it'll be, uh, this may, it may be... Uh, maybe more social in the game where you talk to people. Uh, mm. Think of it when like, uh, you know, when like, an old game, like a uh, Zelda came out, like to the, yeah. the past or uh, something would have uh, You would buy the game, you play it or even the original metal gear was before the internet. And you know, if you got stuck, you have to ask friends, you know, you couldn't look online. You couldn't, I mean, you could call a hotline, but mm. you would ask your friends, you would keep trying. So, it could be in the aspect of pieces of social media, like they said. Yeah. Or the. He said that um, in an interview, some I think 2016, at uh, some point there, he said that people will have to go outside of the game to continue the game. Yes. So, I feel like it could be social media or us talking with each other to get to the next chapter. You know, like yeah. kind of like, you know, when Easter eggs come out and people are working together on the subreddits and they keep working and working and until um, someone finds it and they can you know, stay up all night to yeah. eat it, you know. And they work together in the whole community. Uh, you know, uh, Destiny is a good example of that. When a, a raid drops, everyone jumps in at the same time. Mm. And it was just trying to figure out the puzzles, and then people are giving hints and mm. maybe
2: maybe the stranding podcast was part of that. You know, maybe it was within uh, you know uh, Kojima's like far-reaching plan. as, oh yeah, yeah, maybe the community will kind of uh, uh, create sort of a, a thing where you know. And what I want to start doing actually is actually getting people to call in and send in voice messages. That's something that some um, people do on um, on different uh, on different podcasts. And again, just again, you know, maybe be a, a hub uh, for you know how there's that picture of the web that was teased of like the bridges logo with. Mm-hmm. The spider web and we could be one of those nodes and I want to see other obviously podcasts You know, deal with this sort of thing as well and communities but maybe he's also counting what I'm basically saying is maybe he, he's saying oh well in the lead up he's like the game's already begun what is the community going to do with that well they're going to create little webs they're going to create little hubs that'll communicate with each mm-hmm. other strands and, between st- each other strands between each other and that, that this was something that he's laying out preparing us for that's why he said the game's already begun it's because by the time that the game releases we will have developed these um lanes you know to each other and the, this connected um kind of network of, of um you know uh hubs of, of, of people talking to each other so that when the game hits boom we each have it where each all those lines of uh, communication have already been established it's like telephone lines have already been installed across something and so all we need to do pick up the phone and just like yeah contact contact each other um which i think is very again if, if that's what he's, he's intending mm-hmm. with this uh that's that's something really intriguing and so yeah i'm glad you raised that mitchell for sure yeah. totally um coolies well um we have we're you know which segment we're actually up to we're um we're closing in on our um uh main topic which is the the breakdown which again uh, mm-hmm. listeners and and also to you guys we're just going to go through and it literally we don't have to it, there's going to be no squeezing it's only going to be things that jump out on first analysis you know what i mean because that's we're already going at a deliberate mm-hmm. enough of a pace there so the final thing i have yeah. is um mm-hmm. final thing we have is the re- no. oh yeah did you have something else uh, M- uh, mitchell
3: um, yeah, I'm just, oh, where's my, my thought? Just left my brain. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you think that, uh, with the connections, you know, we're, we're theorizing, we're creating ideas or speculating. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it could go too far where mm. people will have unrealistic expectations of the game? You know, like, oh it's going to be everything. Like, mm. First thing that comes to mind is destiny. Everyone was talking about it when it came out and sure uh, By its third year, it was fun. You know, it had things to do when it first dropped It was not what we seen like it's not what we thought it was But people were just kept hyping it up hyping it up so do you feel like if we keep hyping up the game and the this podcast becomes bigger, you know reaching thousands of people 20,000 people Hmm. and people are talking about it trailers all the time uh, leading up to release do you feel like it will set an unrealistic expectation to the game and the game will be considered uh, a letdown? That's a great question. Because people are just keep you know, saying, oh, it's going to have this thing, it's going to have that oh, thing, yeah. it's going to be amazing. Very so, important question.
2: I think we need to learn our lessons from Destiny, but I want to throw this one to Dean. What do you think of uh, what um, uh, Mitchell raised, my friend?
5: I think it's a possibility that I, I'm not included in because uh, like I said before, I'm Cautiously optimistic mm,
3: because you know
5: how I, my my you know thoughts about TPP, Phantom Pain, are what they are, and I know again that uh, everything that happened happened with Konami, but still, mm-hmm. I <laughs> feel like Kojima had had its hands on that game and he made it that way. So so, yeah, I I, I really am cautiously optimistic, but I do think that it could get out of control because. But mm-hmm. again, it's it's only hardcore fans. I think only only they think maybe it will be this, this mm-hmm. crazy experience that will you know blow their minds. I, I think yeah. that too. But I'm still I'm still not you know assured.
2: True, true. Yeah, no, I, I can dig that absolutely. Um. Well, yeah. So I suppose my thought on that really is again with the subject of um. You know whether or not unrealistic expectations are being laid out guys i'm 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 i've prepared myself i i learnt, i learned my lesson from destiny um if you look through the kind of tendrils and jungles of the web you'll find a, a seven or seven to ten page long article by me uh extolling the virtues of what uh yeah of what uh, jason gosh this tells you right now i can't even remember his last name uh he's he's the guy who, who wrote the story of destiny um he's sort of the reclusive guy um behind the halo franchise or when that was sort of developed he sort of oh i can't remember his name jason someone um but uh, yeah. it was joseph Staten. Staten. yeah 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 you state yeah joseph yep. Staten. yeah yeah and and yeah and so, um, yeah, you'll find it there. And I was like going into the symbology of motherhood. I was like the traveler The traveler is a wounded mother and she has this parallel of she's a, uh, you know, she's fleeing an abusive relationship with like, which is the, like the darkness kind of thing, which is like we see these dynamics play out. And, and I was and I was and now it's laughable now because it's all I mean, I remember seeing uh, on like an Instagram live. This was when I knew for me personally the destiny quote-unquote dream was dead is when i saw like a titan in full body armor like dancing to like a bruno Mars song um in like in like a locker room or something and and i was like (laughs) i was like i really hope i'm actually probably gonna include this in the um maybe at the very beginning of the show notes is like will we see death stranding in a way not that it's going for anything even approaching you know uh you know like what destiny has become which is like you know and that's not an an essentially good way what it's become is something that definitely has an audience and that i totally respect and i don't hold it against anyone who enjoys it it's just that like first person shooter like shaders like it just it it makes me want to gouge my eyes out and my ears out like i just it's it's i i think that's the the medium um where i thought an enormous leap forward was being taken it it ended up not only staying like just basically stumbling and falling backwards personally but um you know again it's it's really about different valid opinions i would love for anyone who wanted to contest me on that and just like elucidate me on that on 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 where destiny has gone right and, and and its merits in that perspective But I have to side with Yong on this, um, on that that, uh, parallel there that we're we're sort of discussing. I think, uh, and I I don't even really think that the man himself as in Kojima has really referenced Destiny all that much, even though um, there is a shared aspect of wanting to redefine to both of them so I remember when Destiny was coming out they were like we want to redefine something we want to have people take the app with them we want we want this we want that and and they were really that's why as you said like the hype was real for that Um, what I like is that we're not hearing about a Destiny app quite yet we're hearing about these um, really tantalizing ideas and and notions of physical reconnection uh, possibly involving Niantic style geotagging and and stuff like that Um, but I think it will succeed where we're destiny has failed not just from a point of view of like optimism and mm. and, and like um in, in 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 witnessing you know Bungie didn't really have a sort of fourth wall breaking kind of sort mm. of history of having done that mm. i think that um kojima has proven that he's able to um to, to ref- uh, yeah break the fourth wall and, and, and do this stuff correctly um and, and effectively yeah. yeah go ahead dean it's not what is said but who said it thank you so yeah thank you absolutely so yeah um so if we're happy guys to crack on with um our next segment which is um, we're going to go to the post which uh listeners um before every recording i post um on the reddit and i say you know it records in however many hours we'll be using the third minute of the third trailer discussion comment below with your thoughts and suggestions so i figured we would read out from here and this will kind of boost us and um kind of give us stuff when we sort of go through the minute itself um so that when we kind of um go through we'll be able to uh yeah like reference maybe touch on some of the things that the commenters wrote so on the very top but which by the way listeners you know, Reddit is where we arose from, on every show we give them a shout out uh, the beautiful structure and, and, and community that has grown around not just um, Death Stranding but God of War, Fumito Ueda, um, the other shows that we do uh, Reddit is invaluable and it's part of our DNA so we um, are proudly a Reddit kind of originating show so we'll never forget that, thank you so much um, so user Alpha Zocker, who has commented before and you're a legend if you look at those pictures and I think you can see the middle one of the floaty boys, the one with his arms near his chest, which young speculated that could be um, him holding a child, um, You know, which suggests that these half visible creatures are in fact the five floaty boys. Also, I love the word floaty boys. Um, I wanted to share this as proof, but I also have a question. If these ghostly looking things are the five floaty boys, where is the fifth? If I'm, hmm, interesting. If I'm correct we can only see 4 of them. The first one appears in front of Sam at 2558 the second one and the third at 0322, behind gun guy and the fourth at 0333, to the left of the gun guy and in front of the big rock. Later we can see the middle one of the floaty boys again at 3.43, right on the path of the old guy who is dragged by these black water people. It looks like the old guy is pulled towards uh, the middle floaty boy. Apart from this, I couldn't spot any other ghosts. My main theory is that the fifth ghost is in fact the corpse that G- that um, GDT6 yeah, the corpse disposal team is transporting and after he got freed he is now oh shit that's incredible, mm-hmm. wow um, he is now by his yeah. team and appears at the end of the trailer where all five are back together or maybe he just doesn't appear in the trailer or I couldn't stop fuck that's amazing, fuck that's so good, um, quick round table what do you think of that Dean? S- no <laughs> okay uh yeah no, but if if dean if dean was uh, wanted to riff I'm, I'm happy to throw it to mitch uh dean if, if you didn't have any thoughts on that one i think dean may be disconnected
5: oh my oh, sh- uh, oh sorry sorry
2: yeah I'm that's okay so yeah all i was saying yeah yeah there you go buddy go for it i'll i'll, I'll edit that all out right. by the way but yeah go ahead
5: okay thanks Yep. Uh, yeah yeah I, I think you already mentioned that part about you know uh, the body co- the corpse uh, yeah. you know f- mm-hmm. giving g- getting to this other 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 form you know when it disappears it seems like the ghost is right uh, you know uh, up, up up from him mm. so yeah I, I think that's a possibility that you know that corpse was actually one of those invisible how do you call them invisible flying things? Uh, they have a the floaty voice. <laughs> floaty boys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I love The unseen. The, yeah, unseen the are, I I call them the unseen. Serious. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I don't know how many of them are I, I I think I think you can you can't really differentiate differentiate between them. You only can differentiate, differentiate one, you know, who has the cro- crossed um, crossed arms. So, yeah, uh, I have no idea how how, may, how many of them yeah. we, we see. Yeah, and and my one. Maybe yeah. Go ahead, Dean. Yeah, I just want to say maybe maybe we all we always see the same two, Or how how many how many of them can we see in one frame? That's the question I would ask. That's true. Well, there's there's definitely more than one in one frame.
2: That's why he's referring yeah, to, yeah, sure. which is which. Yeah, yeah. Which for me, yeah. Like again, we we take these things. We sort of do the formal analysis of what we see, and then whatever we see, yeah, it kind of informs what we can kind of speculate upon from that point. And we do see that both of them, yeah, are in frame, which means that there are multiple of them. Because you're right. If there was just one appearing in each frame, it could we could argue that oh, it's just one, and who knows, multiple dimensions, mm-hmm. five different ones, sort sort of thing could go down that angle. But um, it, it's good that we're focus. Uh, it allows us to focus up this way with um, what. Um, um, with, with what Alpha Zocker is saying, which I'm really, really fond of. The only thing I would say is that um, to have a proper corpse disposal team dedicated to this one, to, to, to like to this, to these five creatures, um, is it would be. I mean, it's it sounds more like a corpse CDT that that you know they almost look like kind of like garbage men so in in a way like that they they sort of Mm, i mean obviously they're much better equipped and and everything but uh and their government is one of the most noble i don't say that ironically it's like you're fucking noble for like dealing with trash like thank you to all garbage men and women listening so fuck yeah um but i wanted to say like yeah um the only thing that stands in in the way of that alpha zucker i believe is is the idea that um that you know like all the troubles of the world i don't think would have been caused by uh, in this world rather would, would have been caused by just these five i think there's going to be more but it's definitely intriguing and i love the idea of like you know these uh, five beings being like hey we're a team uh, where's that guy oh he got he got kidnapped oh let's go rescue him and then they like, say okay we can hang out again you know <laughs> i like that idea you know because they're just bros that's that's their that's their their squad you know squad goals um but yeah um did you have any thoughts on that one uh, Mitch?
3: Uh, yeah actually that's was I it's uh, ironically it's part of my theory uh I'll get to that later after we're done doing the, the uh, analysis analysis of them of the minute Yeah. but you know I do reference in my theory uh that this guy is the fifth one or, or at least one of them
4: yeah. you know mm. uh,
3: I feel like there's probably multiple you know like think of a uh, chain of command you know yeah. Uh, I call the the people that are grabbing uh Kyle uh Pete you know yep underlings which yes. are henchmen also underlings which is under oh that's perfect like upside down
2: unseen underlings um, oh my god you and I that just and then yeah you know Dean was mentioning yeah using the word I think using this this it's really it really fits yeah unseen because they're unseen literally and then underlings because they come mm, from underneath I dig that man go for
3: it I call the unseen. Uh, Uh, drifters, like they're drifting through dimensions, you know? I dig that. That's just my just my walkers thoughts, zombies
2: but... walkers <laughs> freakers <laughs> freakers <laughs> skin walkers <laughs> No, what is it skin stealers what's the other skin jobs or I something some fucking thing yeah uh, that's uh that's blade
3: runner that's blade runner yeah that's yeah yeah,
2: yeah. Runner. yeah oh biters biters that's <laughs> yeah, hilarious walking dead is with all the like synonyms for zombies like they're not allowed to say the word zombie uh hilarious but um no i, I really yeah please continue mitch
3: uh, yeah, so I'm like, so my theory was, is a little bit of it, but basically, they were uh, curse team six, Sam, hmm. uh, and his team were taking the, they somehow got this guy, the one of the people down, and so they're gonna go research on him, and so they were tasked with not disposing of the corpse, but that's what usually they are, but since they're so careful with that, they are tasked with bringing him kind of like um.
4: Nice. Think of The
3: Last of Us when they had to bring Ellie across the country. They were having to bring the corpse and what happens is is that it breaks free and it's like angry, like angry, angry.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah. Before, I feel like before it was more of like uh, the Matrix or uh, like an animal, you know? Yeah. An animal's hunting someone, it's not angry, it's hunting them. But if, you sh- if, if an animal hits the bear, it gets angry and then it begins, you know, uh, roaring and slashing, and you know more than it would have been if it was just hunting. Yeah. So I feel like these are kind of more like um, you know they're using the people as their you know puppets. You know, mm-hmm. they're taking they're taking the people and they're becoming underlings, which is henchmen, uh, a subordinate. You know, it's, it's the lowest class of a chain of command. And so taking the humans and they're using them as a you know. There's the skeletons as uh young uh young yeah speculated uh, theorized that maybe, yeah, he speculated that you know, maybe people don't die. And that's why it says death stranded. You're stranded in death, you don't die. You simply become, you know, in, after a while you become a skeleton. So mm-hmm.
2: I dig that, definitely. Did you have any, any riffs for um what uh uh, uh Mitchell just proposed, um uh, Dean?
5: Um, not really, no. I mean,
2: I'm looking forward to his theory in full. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, when we get to the to, to the threading the strands. Speaking of which, we may as well just slide right into it. So yeah, listeners, um, enjoy threading the strands. Fantastic. Welcome, listeners. This is the episode within an episode, Threading the Strands, part three. We have our guest here, Mitchell, uh, who has joined us. Um, the reason why, by the way, Mitchell, if you're feeling a bit of a head spin here, is that what the plan is eventually when these are all done, I'll actually be releasing each of these as individual videos and also as a large eight hour video. Which hopefully, you know, mm-hmm. will be someone's kind of idea of a, a daily activity because it's, you know, eight hours, you know, they, they say there's the 888, eight, eight, you know, work for eight hours, uh sleep for eight hours, and then, yeah, it, eight glasses of water. Anyway, what I'm basically saying is um, that's going to be nice to kind of look back on. And um, we mm-hmm. actually have a comment here who, um, you know, uh, in the actual sort of post we did we just discussed it on the main show but we have stoneforge misfit he said i haven't listened to any of the podcasts yet but i thought the concept of one minute per podcast was silly and unobtainable as a goal i'm sure if you're still going after two episodes though that i was wrong with my initial assessment might have to remember to go back and catch up on this as we get closer to launch and if I get the benefit of comparing your podcast to, fu- to future hindsight keep it up and so I said thank you so much for that so needless to say listeners yes um, I can confirm we will be segmenting out all of the threading the strands um, uh, sort of sub series into its own sort of series of videos with its own artwork and everything um, and then onto yeah just a giant video as well so there'll be nine videos in a, in a playlist each individual and then at the end there'll be the full nine hour or oh, sorry eight hour one so just something that again um what i find it's something similar to if you read about detectives and stuff like that not that we consider ourselves anywhere near as professional detectives but they say that exposing that's why they have everything pinned up on the walls and everything is they just by saturating yourself in the stuff mm-hmm. um you can and just like either if it's recordings of witnesses or whatever just by having everything around you uh and and just yeah like immersing into it stuff inevitably comes up and you may come across a couple of um, in- interesting different epiphanies and that just goes off that's goes off of not us saying you know we're going to provide this stuff uh, or anything it's just we're, we're interpreting it interpreting the material you know as equally as anyone else but um just yeah just with that premise of, of going through at this pace it's it's been really rewarding at least uh, uh, personally so far um with going through the minute so um yeah i wanted to just throw it to mitchell i'm happy to have you on the show and what made you actually say that you wanted to kind of participate in this minute in particular
3: Ah, uh, um it's really, uh, I think it's really, it's, uh, rambling right now, but Fine. the first two minutes we're kind of setting it up. Mm-hmm. And then I think with minute three is really just hammering in like, like, holy shit, what is this? You know, like yes. you see that yeah. the hands coming out of the puddle, the right, right after the court shook, the guy aging, mm. uh, at the end of the minute, you know, you see, uh, Matt Mickelson, you know, he does his hand gesture and this thing opens up in lightning, you know, that's right. Uh, and there's a thing I've kind of noticed, uh, you know, with Bungie, they said 30 seconds of fun. With Kojima, I guess it's a, a one minute of intrigue. Each minute has something different with it, you know. I mean three minutes in, like, first two, setting up, and then for minute three till, you know, minute, you know, five, five and a half, uh, you know, we get the the middle part, and then the last chunk is, uh, you know, water scene and stuff. But I think this is where uh, I think I have a lot of,
2: Good
3: yeah. theories and okay. uh, analysis, and you know yeah. things of spotting from other trailers. Awesome!
2: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to. As you mentioned, you you have your notes for us, and, and Dean just mentioned it in the main show of of wanting to hear what what you've brought to the show. So yeah, definitely welcome to um, yeah threading the strands, man. Uh, and Dean, um, let's shall we just crack on because we know what we're talking about now. We, we've um, we're we're yeah, at that point yeah yep. go ahead. Easy peasy. So if everyone's got the trailer in front of them, I'll give you a little minute to kind of bring it up um to go through uh, because we, that's kind of like how I do it with these uh threading the strands I just sort of um go through and um Cover what the content of that minute is, so that we can kind of crack on there, and then the it's sort of priming, uh, priming the audience with, uh, especially if they're like listening either at work or something, and that they, they don't have the ability to um like watch the trailer or or see the visuals. I can I'll just describe what happens within that minute, and um mm-hmm. and then we go from there. So setting the timer basically to two o zero zero. I will go playback speed 0.25 and it begins with the, the, yeah, the minute begins with the CDT worker who we refer to as Bob um, covering his mouth after being told to shut up by Sam in the previous minute. Um, shut the, up. Exactly right. Shut up, don't even breathe. This is, is um, his um, line. Um, on the side... And this is very important, the very first thing we see when we pan over um, at um, 203 we see the first palm print then followed by the second very close to each other almost as though that the creature really isn't bearing any weight or or striding out that like that extensively very much at all Um, down the side of the truck uh, right right on top of um, the old guy uh, aka Pete as we've called him um, right onto the mud so again just regard like with no regard for you know weight because he he, like it's not like spider-man like you're sort of climbing on the side or anything he just does this weightlessly um the hazard palm uh, aka the the shoulder mounted device is zoomed in on um each of the uh palm prints and just following them along again we've established that the um hazard palm is connected to the child and the child is clairvoyant and intuitive to the presence of these creatures um again the palm prints uh as the music kind of ramps up, they sort of um, fade off into the distance, and crucially, one of them, um, one of the palm prints, materializes on the uh, um, bridges, um, um, yeah, the, like the door of the bridges car, right? So, as soon as this happens, the um, hazard palm sort of calms and, and, and becomes more uh, pacified until at minute um, 222, the hazard palm flares out like a flower and then just sort of implies that the danger is gone, although it still has the the torch pointed in that direction, so it's like cautiously safe. Again, um, soliton radar, you know, analog there from uh, Metal Gear. at 2.26 we have our first thumbs up of the minute <laughs> uh, of, uh, you know, informing, you know, Bob informing um, the uh, informing Sam that like everything is clear, although I personally think that the creature is way too near to be giving the all clear. Um, we see <laughs> the bu- yeah, we see the bumper of the car, we see the lightning strike, uh, which is I think the, yeah. We'll discuss. um, We'll discuss all these things in the main episode because I want to talk about that lightning strike as well. Um, We see him get up and um, make his way limping um, towards the car uh, and the the, the overturned car, presumably to go and help um, his colleagues there. Uh, At 2:35, Sam looks down one more time at the corpse um, to ensure that uh, yeah, it um, is you know. Either stable or implying that it has this, you know, it has this all this sort of wrapping around it to imply, um, you know, that it ha- needs to be prepared very in, in a sort of special way to make sure it isn't like disrupted or, or, or damaged. Um, we see a close up on um, Sam's sort of back rig, so to speak, uh, where it's implied that something is either slotted in um, and some have speculated that it might be the corpse, including Yong. Um, at 242, um, we see a very evocative shot of essentially Sam and his team failing in their task, presumably because the uh, corpse has begun to convulse uncontrollably, the uh, securing straps are flung back and the corpse begins to sink immediately uh, into the ocean, uh, sorry, into into the ground, um, as the golden mask kind of shakes off its presumably uh, its sigil of protection or its sigil of holding, meaning that 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 was um, uh, something that was keeping the corpse either pacified or in this physical realm, Um, so Potentially alluding to the fact that the creature that appears or the figure that appears later um, is uh, is maybe the person who like with the golden mask is maybe the person that puts the masks on these corpses to ensure that they have a quote unquote safe passage to the afterlife. So um, at 2:55 we see Sam fall back uh, with a very um, uh, curiously expressionless um, expression on his face, or like lack of expression. Um, as we close out the third minute, um, we see uh, we pan over. Uh, and the third minute concludes with a very eerie shot of our first as um, alpha zocker referred to them floaty boys so um boys. At, exactly at three minutes we end um with the floaty boy again closing in the strands coming off his sides and um, that is the end of the third minute of the third eight minute trailer uh, for death stranding so, quick little roundtable on the uh, on this minute. Um, if we're happy with it, I'm happy to throw it to Mitchell because um, yeah, he's he's our guest. Is that okay, uh, um, Dean? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Easy. So, what were your thoughts? General thoughts on this minute, and uh, what sort of jumped out at you, my friend? Uh, minute two, uh,
3: correct. Ma- minute. Three. My same thoughts are minute three. Yeah. Um, uh, I've noticed that in the beginning, you know, when the per when the when the floaty boy or the drifter, unseen, whatever yep. traveler, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, um, when he comes out of the water, uh, it feels more like you. Everyone's gone swimming, right? Yeah. When you come out of the pool, you're pulling yourself out. You go. You put your hand out, and you still have water in your hand, so it splashes out. So I think this is really uh, mm-hmm. hard. This is kind of proof that uh, what Yang speculated. You know, it's he's coming. Uh, this like the black goop slime thing yeah. is water, because when you if you start in three and then you see the person, it you see water drip out like off the creature's arm mm. as it puts its hand down. So I I just noticed that, but the whole minute, uh you know. I mean, this is where shit I goes down that, basically. If you want yes, to think about it yeah, that way, things are, yeah everything is <laughs> Uh We can see that. I'll, you know, rocks turning red for some reason, and then uh, we see uh timefall really taking effect on uh Kyle Card or uh Pete. Pete, that's right, then, you know, a terrible guy, terrible driver. But yeah, and we see all the, we see all the people you know surrounding them uh of uh, Patrick uh, and then you know he shoots his friend you know uh, with the underlings grabbing grabbing him and taking him away, and the and the hazard flower palm thing you know flapping around oh yeah so i think this is a so a lot uh has happened but i think as we break down each you know a couple of seconds i'll get into more detail but my general thoughts um important minute this is where basically they realize they've been they, damn that should found, be easier exactly
2: they, they've basically they, realized they yes it's like that moment in alien when it's just yeah like shit goes down and they realize oh we're pretty much all gonna die you know um when this sort of yeah. creature is out and there's no way of them finding it and yeah definitely no thanks for that mitchell and uh, how about you dean what were your thoughts on just the direction of this minute the content of it um any any pro- prominent thoughts for yourself
5: i just wanted to check with mitchell because i think he pretty much uh, you know not, uh, made notes for wrong minute oh uh, i think he, he He made notes for, you know, fourth minute because the third minute starts actually, you know, at the start of the second minute mark. Then it starts and then it goes into the third minute. I was wondering
2: that. I was wondering that. Uh, But yeah, Mitchell, needless to say, yeah, we're going. This is the third. um, uh, This is the third. uh, threading the strands, which is totally fine. Again, honestly, guys, we've, you know, Dean, and you'll you, we can admit this too, even in our previous um, breakdowns, we've jumped around as well. So, um, But yeah, Mitchell, if you um, wanted to just, yeah, like, it's just about um, basically if you go to the sort of two-minute mark on the trailer, it's from that one there. Although, I'm not sure, could you have been referring just sort of casually to the rest of the trailer?
3: Or, yeah? Nope, I, I was referring to minute three, but not the third minute <laughs> Oh wow! Well. <laughs> there That's goes fine. all my notes. There
2: goes notes. That's okay, um, buddy, buddy, buddy. We'll <laughs> oh, get well. you. We'll get you on the next one. I, I love it. This is a great excuse. It's like you know you left your coat at a friend's house. It's like oh well now he has to come over to pick up his coat and we're gonna hang out again. It's fine. So totally I, I
3: guess the next one I'll, I'll join and uh, have all these notes. But
2: uh, <laughs> well, I. That's all good, man. But um, but thing is, like again, we've all, we've seen this like multiple times, and so essentially, as I mentioned, I mean, you know, I I gave it a good minute or so description. But if we want to be super casual about it, and this will just give you put you in the perfect frame of mind to discuss it anyway, it is the minute starts when the creature lands on the um truck and mm, it yeah. uh it begins, so and that's one creature and i'm glad you pointed out that there are different ones and, and to alpha Zocker as well because there are different ones so let's say let's say these are like a velociraptors like they're a hunting party right yeah so the scout comes across them and disregards them because it's like oh i can't smell fear i can't smell life i'm just going to wander off now so that that happens there and then like the, the the energy of the scene kind of dips down and then we see sam just you know not, not not in his face terrified but body language you can see him falling down to his to on on his back and like backing up and we see that one of the creatures has has indeed noticed them you know uh, and he puts his hand you know this has happened later he puts his hand on his mouth and everything but um, that's mm-hmm. how yeah so the minute starts with the creature arriving uh in the middle of the minute the creature leaves and then at the end of the minute literally at the very end we see an un- like like alan grant when he's given that speech about the uh, velociraptors is like and then a second raptor you know two two more raptors appear on the side where you'd never thought that they would um so i think that um yeah, they're almost encircling them like a pack of wolves, kind of thing. And and this last shot is um this uh this new creature um bearing down on Sam, which again wisely Sam then obviously covers his mouth and, and manages to manages to avoid being dragged away or like harmed in any way, which is um, not sadly not the case with the with the other two as we will see in the future minutes. So um it's very very easy to pick pick where the minute is, man, even without the notes. So you're you totally fine. Um, yeah, Yeah 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 too easy so i mean I'm, I'm looking through it now here i mean i have a, a couple of thoughts um if i wanted to throw them to you guys if that's cool yeah we'll do a little yeah. round table yeah yeah so so um obviously we see the palm uh, land on the uh, bridges um uh you know the the bridges uh door um again not reading too deeply into it but symbolically it's like you know it's it's definitely the arrival of these creatures that caused I think I believe bridges to be born or rather bridges like uncovered them in fact I've been posting on the reddit and also on the um on the instagram about the notion of a bridge too far um it's an expression uh, a parlance that mentions having gone too far essentially um you know pursued something to 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 so extensive and of of an extent so to speak um that it um that it's backfired and it's no longer a positive and it's like you you, a bridge too far so again the, the title of the organization is bridges which may refer or at least nod to that parlance um and i just love the symbolic symbology of um maybe you've seen it in, in other films there's um uh, you know yeah i think probably the best analog i can think of again maybe it's because i've got Jurassic world evol- evolution and uh, um fallen kingdom on the mind uh, mm-hmm. r- recently with some of the ramp ups but this connective tissue between um kojima and um uh, Michael Crichton with the uh, the perils of going too far with 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 technology again, and H.P. Lovecraft there as well with clearly with what this training is alluding to. But um, you guys remember in Jurassic Park, there's the scene of um, uh, you know the, the the T-Rex roaring and then that sort of banner that falls down is like um, you know, when mm-hmm. dinosaurs ruled the earth. Which yeah, you guys remember that? Yeah, yeah. It's sort of it's sort of mentioning (laughs) as as a as a way of like, oh, we thought we had this under control, and that's why we we designed our pretty little logo, we designed our pretty little laboratories and our organizations and our cough disposal groups. Aren't we cute? We have this under control, and then this fucking thing puts its palm print, destroys your fucking truck. Mm -hmm. And just like smothers your logo into the ground. And I was like, it's in the background. It's very subtle. But I think that that was a really powerful addition to this trailer. You know, to have that be like, "Zunk," You know, it's like, fuck you. You and your attempts to control us, you know?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Should yeah. I add something to that? Yeah, please do. Um, you know, I, I can see a lot of connections with Jurassic Park uh, a lot with this. You know, you think of Jurassic Park, everything was fine. Until an outsider who had their own goals uh, came in, that's part of my theory that uh, Max Mickelson was part of Bridges or the company Love or whoever it. did this, but he sabotaged it on purpose because he was somehow you know my theory maybe there's like a, a wormhole or uh, somewhere between dimensions and he was contacted by you know maybe he's contacted by the drifters you know or the uh, the unseen floaty boys as you yes. can call them. Uh, maybe was contacted by them you know kind of like how uh what's his name's character and uh, dreads park was you know outside company wanted the DNA. That's right. uh and basically he sabotaged it on purpose you know that's part of my theory that he sabotaged it you know uh for his own gain you know to become you know a god just like the you know the yeah. drifters you can
2: see him so I feel like in that second trailer he's just like look i i finally like and and but what's ironic is that though he looks like he's got the power it like all these strands it makes me feel like he's being puppeted, which is always the case um like in independence Day, mm-hmm. for example when he's like uh, dr okun he, he's so fascinated with the aliens but then they they end up puppeting him you know, and I think it could be a case of um, yeah, him being curious and saying, "Oh, he'll be given all this power," but in the end, um, yeah. And I see that definitely yeah. that parallel with Jurassic Park, man, for sure. Absolutely, um, yeah. Oh, you feel free to add to your point, man. Absolutely, go for it.
3: Yeah, I just you know, yeah, I feel uh, I I like to call Matt Mickelson Osiris because you know, uh, you know, God of the Dead. Yes. But I feel like he's kind of. Uh, an agent, you know, uh, I guess you say the five horsemen of the apocalypse. Uh, it's kind of like the agent of them, Mm -hmm. you know, he's working with them. Uh, and, you know, he has his own goals of, you know, maybe, you know, maybe he sabotaged the the truck and make it flipped over or, you know, whatever. I feel like he is the connection. He is the strand between life and death. Mm. And Norman is like that, you know, uh, I feel like, um, I feel like there's a lot of, uh, uh religious things in it like not even not like christian only but like a lot of egyptian and of greek you know yeah this could be you know something like uh you know a very uh you know I, I feel like there's a lot of christian religious uh insights into it like you know uh you know baby jesus came in as an infant you know and we see a lot of norman uh very a lot of Um, child imagery here, you know, both trailers started at him in the fetal position, you know, and then you have the infant in the hands crawling, you know, and Norman Reed is being reborn and reborn and reborn, you know, yeah, that's being resurrected over and over again. So I I feel like this There's some things like that uh, along with them in the minute You know Uh, a lot of, you know, and you know a lot of uh, I feel like Greek also, you know, In in Greek mythology, I'm not too, uh, I don't know a lot about uh, Egyptian or Norse, but I know Greek because I learned that in school, that there's a huge, you know, everyone was sabotaging each other, you know, people trying to kill Zeus, people trying to steal, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's just like a, uh, almost like a power struggle, you know, Mm -hmm. like if a country falls apart, like if a leader dies, there'll be a a huge power struggle,
2: Mm. you know. That's really interesting well, stuff, man. Um, Dean, did you have any uh, riffs uh, on what Mitchell said, or, or just the like um, anything from the, the that jumped out at you that you wanted to share? Uh,
5: I mean, the the biggest thing about this minute for me is you know the part when pretty much that black purgatory liquid is absorbing the, mm. the the body, the corpse. That's right. So yeah, that pretty much. I mean, we can interpret that that you know the corpse is traveling to this death death dimension yeah. and after that you see you see you know the unseen yeah <laughs> uh, and yeah we, we can then pretty much conclude that when we see the unseen we know that they are actually you know from the death dimension mm. so mm-hmm. yeah that, that, that's the biggest thing about this minute for me
2: mm. absolutely anything any
5: but, but i love But I loved about what Mitchell was saying about all the all the connections with you know Christianity and and uh, Greek mythology and all that. But I'm not too familiar with it. No, that's. I I will be more familiar with after I beat God of War, (laughs)
2: though. Yes, (laughs) all the mythologies definitely. You know, brushing up on those. Um, But yeah, I, I have to I have to reflect that as well. I mean, there's even a speech in Jurassic Park about you know. You know, it's about dinosaurs, uh, but, uh, you know, there's this whole thing of, like, you're, you're going against God here, you know? Um, uh, and, 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 you know, um, like the other, you know, um, I think if I can remember it correctly, it is God creates man, man create God. Oh, I should remember this. I've seen that movie enough times. But uh, God creates dinosaurs, God destroys dinosaurs. God creates man, man destroys God man just creates dinosaurs dinosaurs eat man woman inherits the earth there you go um, uh-huh. what I want to see speaking of which I you know I just love seeing this in in um, in 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 media and in stories is uh, i i tend to again i've discussed on the show previously about the binary of like one and zero uh of like um masculine and feminine energy um again regardless of vessel vessel can be whatever the shape it wants but there's definite uh, energy energy is definitely um something valid to to to, to bring into this and, and to and to measure people by because some people have different kind of um either masculine or feminine cause, whether whether or not their their actual gender is male or female. And um, I like to see in media when um, there's an acknowledgement of like one of the feminine strong suits is perceptiveness and planning. And that's why the best, I feel, uh, leaderships, and this isn't pandering or anything, it's just the best leaderships uh, tend to be matriarchies where there's like the the woman is like a more uh, effective leader. Um, So I was, what made me think of like, if we could see the CEO maybe of like the, uh, of, of bridges, you know, um, be, being 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 a woman, you know, would be really interesting, uh, and because again, uh, there's this notion as well of uh, wanting to explore the other angles of something, like the, you know, um, that's a tends to be uh, uh, perceived again in the spectrum of masculine and feminine. It tends to be a, um, a feminine quality of of wanting to see other angles. Although, and then conversely, and that's why they weave so beautifully into each other, is that the male energy is one of pursuit and like hunting and going out and exploring. So um, that's why I see so much androgyny. Uh, in in uh, uh, Kojima's Kojima's work not just in um you know for example like Raiden is the ultimate androgynous child you know he like uh, you know in the way that he's presented um, with both uh, prominent female and male features and um, I'm seeing that also reflected in like uh, like for example Mads very super masculine guy very often portrayed in very sensual kind of soft kind of like you know like kind of um, depictions and that's why you know um, like uh, Kojima is always um, wanting to add these different dimensions you know and again masculine you know again you can hardly get a more masculine guy than Norman right but he's there in the very first trailer holding a baby which is again tied into feminine energy you know so I think if to, to sort of extrapolate what, what this sort of minute gave me it is um, like that you know, we sort of went on a little bit of a tangent there with like Michael Crichton and like God and God imagery and, and Jesus and everything. Um, for me, this particular minute is, it's very much like uh, male endeavor failing, you know, and this is the crux of that, you know, um, and, and sort of, um, yeah, like as, as I, as I, as I you know, the, ne- like there's positives and negatives to both kind of forms of psychology. And for me, one of the negatives of masculine psychology is arrogance uh, and uh, presuming that you're going to be able to get away with something scot-free without any consequences, um, and I really love also the idea of in media like stories balancing out through these different energies. And um, I am so intrigued. I'm so intrigued by um by by like like the the, the unseen as we've been calling them. I do you, I want a quick little roundtable here. Do you agree, guys, that we're not going to just see villains? Like they're not just going to be villains. These things—they're not going to just be pursuing forces. Will we be able to sympathize with them? Will there be different angles to these aliens than uh, than just pure
5: oppressors? So, uh, go—we'll throw it to uh, Dean. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, we we already talked about that in in some way. Yeah. So yeah, of course. I think uh, I think they're just following, you know, their natural natural uh, desires or or you know or, or like we said before yeah yeah or like we said before you know they they are so 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 much smarter than us that yeah. uh, they don't see us as you know meaningful true so it, just like how we don't see ants yeah. as
2: meaningful yeah i agree yeah 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 Definitely. Uh, Mitchell, did you have any thoughts on on potential other angles we could see? Maybe, as you said, you know, Mads uh, may end up being our vessel to understanding the unseen, or maybe them having a mouthpiece in the same way as Dr. Okun in uh, Independence Day. It's just like maybe we communicate with their. Unable to like incomprehensible will and agenda through Mads, and he could be giving these big dialogues maybe in the game of what the plans for the aliens are and why they've chosen him and why he chose to, as you say, do what Dennis Nedry did and uh, sabotage the human endeavor in favor of the extraterrestrial endeavor.
3: Well, I can tell, I can say this with, I'm a hundred percent sure with this, in my opinion, that Mads Mikkelsen. Will be somewhat redeemed, not completely, but he he is not going to be simple, like you know, a villain. Uh, yeah. A must, yeah. He's just, well, just going to be a villain. So, I think that he is a vulnerable person. Mm. That in his life he struggled with a lot of things, maybe uh, being respected or whatever in in the thing. And what happened was is that maybe the drifters kind of you know spoke to him, spoke lies, kind of a uh, you know analogy like Satan, you know, yeah. speaking lies. Uh, into him, you know, like, you know, oh, if you do this, I promise you become this power. a god. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you'll have this power. Um, I forget, uh, there's some buckers reading where they, that's something like that happened where a character was promised power, but was backstabbed in the end. Mm. So I feel like he's going to be, uh, you know, uh, he's obviously wanting to become a god, you know, playing yes. god, you know, controlling death, controlling life. That's why we get the name of Cyrus, he's the god of the underworld. He'll be controlling, he'll be the main villain, you know? Uh, I kind of think of him more like a, I'm trying to think of a villain, you know, kind of like an ocelot, you know?
2: Yeah, it's definitely an an archetype. Yeah, go ahead, Dean. Is it it
5: called an antagonist?
2: Yeah, the the antagonist. Yeah, yeah. I think he's yeah. referring more to like um the the trope of of a um someone being promised power and having that taken away from them. Um, it's it's even in you know you can see it in Star Wars, for example, like uh, maybe like upstart am- admirals who are like, oh, you promised me this, and then Darth Vader is like, oh, I don't care about that. Like I just gave you this so that I could get my own ends. You know that's a that's mm-hmm. a loose example. There are better examples out there, but it's that that yeah. notion of yeah, like being promised something, but then it's. it's, it's yeah, the irony of being promised power and uh, but being a pawn all along, you know. <sighs> yeah. So there you go, um, guys. I'm I'm pretty good on this minute. It's a it's it's setting up a lot that will happen. But um, I'm kind of happy to close this one out, unless you had any um, uh, any further thoughts.
5: No, I actually had to go like oh. right now. So <laughs> hey, I'm do, you, do
2: I do I know the force of words? Could I just tell? I could just tell. Right, I mean, on, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm on, I'm on top of You're such
5: good friends, you know, so, so we, we know each <laughs> other. So, much, so we do,
2: we do, buddy. I will, <laughs> I will, I will, I'll leave you to it. Um, have a fantastic rest of the day, and I'll catch up with you later.
5: Thank you, you guys too. See you, See you. bye.
2: You doing mm-hmm. buddy <laughs> doing, doing good this uh, is this has been so good actually this has been one of my favorites because um it's it's a bit of an off-kilter different kind of energy to the episode which um, with these ones here especially it's it can be easy to get a little bit um uh, caught in the weeds as they say you know with uh with with diving into this material but um i've been so refreshed actually uh, mitchell by uh you know the energy that you've brought of like these different angles again angles i just would not have considered you know uh you know uh, about you know mads being chosen and like i'm going to be like thinking about that all today at work It's like how how would that have happened and then again i don't know if this works this way for you mitchell but i get what what tends to what i call mind's eye cinema uh when i'm at work i just speculate about like i just i don't close my eyes or anything but i can see because we see so much of this um uh, you know the, like these games like for example like god of war and last of us we see these really beautifully rendered like uh like and textured and animated models right um and then we have obviously mads um you know his model there in the second trailer but then we just see him around you know we've seen him in like Hannibal we've seen him in different lighting and so that is essentially enough quote-unquote DNA uh, for me to be able to put together an image of like I'm just picturing these scenes of him as the scientist as Bridges and I'm picturing how these dialogue scenes will play out between him and, and Norman maybe even like just normal office scene we've seen them in such otherworldly settings here in like blasted landscapes with like mud creatures and monsters and other dimensions but I'm also curious to see just like just straight up human drama, like in Bridges HQ or something, to just see like Norman and um and uh, and Mads like have a natural exchange in a room, in a lab or something. You know, like have you thought about stuff like that, like Minds Eye Cinema at all?
3: Uh yeah, I can I can definitely envision like uh, scenes, you know, playing Dio Kojima's games and understanding now how he's movie, direct, yeah. uh how he directs scenes now with uh the Phantom Pain and Ground Zeroes. Yeah. Um. I can totally get a feeling of what the tone is going to be and what the story is kind of, uh, kind of going to be around. Yeah. So I can totally feel, uh, there's going to, I feel like there's going to be tension between Guillermo del Toro and, uh, his character and Sam mm. simply because, uh, part of what I think is that they're like, what the baby is a special baby. And I think that's, you know, everyone I think agrees with the baby special. It's you know, a clairvoyant controls the arm yeah so I'm thinking halfway through the game and the lowest point is when we get the second trailer from the game wars
4: 2016
3: yeah Game del Toro took the easy way out he, he took the baby he was scared he was afraid that he was gonna die and so he took the baby to Mads Mikkelsen and then he has him and I feel like what they're gonna do with the gameplay is that you're gonna rely so much on the baby throughout the game there's gonna go, oh it starts now there you, you go. have it.
2: There you, you go. Know, uh, Crazy. You
3: know, a game games do that all the time, where they're just like they'll you'll have something, and then the low point will hit, and you're boom, you're back in the basic, like where you were in the beginning.
4: Amazing. And
3: so I feel like that's what's gonna happen is that you're gonna have to fight, you know, the unseen, the drifters, uh, floaty boys, yeah, without the baby. Mm, you know, absolutely. And oh, uh, I can also see the baby kind of being like you know uh when you played like a Solid Five, you know, campaign. If you pressed L one or whatever it was on your controller, yeah, uh, to get information from Ocelot, I feel like the baby's gonna be like that. And uh, let me grab my PS Four controller so I can like visualize. It. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, you know, I feel like the pad, the pad, uh, the touch is gonna be important, but I feel like the speaker is gonna be a way to communicate with the baby. You know? Yeah. Think of uh, PT when you would talk to the baby through the microphone. Yeah. And I feel like it would be very much like that with it you know yeah definitely. you'll be using your touchpad to to like you know hey what's up are you okay and like the baby might respond it might not be like hello there it's me baby but Indeed. it might be more like hello there a, a, fire rises like a sign <laughs> sorry
2: <laughs> <laughs> i had to what's your best You're being say osiris person? was over there
3: yeah, osiris. i was born
2: in the mud <laughs> you know sorry yeah go uh, ahead man i was born in the mud oh that's fantastic i was born. <laughs> Kojima, when will you release the trailer? A <laughs> 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 uh, well, come on, we need one more line apart from the fire rises. Like, I, I keep forgetting. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, you think this gives you power over me?
3: i <laughs> My favorite seen this in it when he's like, he's like giving the speech, and Batman's about to die, and then he just gets shot. And you're like, Batman, you're weak. Oh, you shot. And then he dies. <laughs> Bane, are part of the movie. With okay. no survival. The
2: <laughs> they will expect one of us. In the You'll right be in brother. this. Pit. <laughs> I'm gonna put this in the description. Like, uh, yeah, and at one point, Mitchell and Albert have a Bane off. Right, you know. This is we have to. Okay, uh, but I, uh, yeah. I, I award you the the, the best Bane impression because I can see, I can hear you cupping your mouth and like doing the actual mouth yeah, thing. yeah. I... So.
3: My, my uh, well cup well. of coffee.
2: Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. But as you were saying, no, please, I kinda We took a little bane tangent there, but um, but yeah, please continue. Well, what was I talking about? What?
3: Where oh, yeah, you no, the about? controller. Yes, the controller. The yes. controller. Um. Uh, yep. So I feel like you could it could get to the point where you're you know you're using the controller, yeah. but also using the app to communicate when you're outside of it. You know. True. I think you're, you're at work, and then maybe you get a notification, and the babe is like, what up? Uh, something's happening, you know, throw it down, get get, get home, you got to do this immediately. So what up, but not man? in the sense of like, don't do this. You know, it's not going to be like Destiny, where it's like, oh, you didn't do the Iron Banner? Oh, sorry, no, screw you. Yeah. Sorry, go, go do something else. But more, I think it's going to be more in the sense of uh, like, hey, you know, like FOB, you know? True. You know, maybe someone's like, someone broke into your place, uh, you can go back and try to fight them or whatever, or break into their facility and you yeah. steal their nukes or whatever. My feeling, and I feel like that's yeah, what he's moving to. Yeah, yeah. Is, my, that's where I feel like he's moving to.
2: I, I love that. Yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, that's so. right. So, yeah, sorry to interrupt. My feeling was um, that the app will be, you know, something I, 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 I thought of is, is like, um, I see him using Macs and stuff, so I know he's, he, he, he likes his Apple stuff. Um, so the Apple Watch, mm-hmm. for example, Um which I I fully believe there will be a distracting Apple Watch app as well. So just saying, um, <laughs> is that uh, you know there's that thing of being able to send your pulse to uh, like your loved one or whatever, or like you can you can you know, and you can interact in this sort of touch screen kind of way with the um with the app. And then there's these meditation apps, right, that um, have these visualizations. I really feel like the app will be almost like limbo. You know, it'll just be like experiential. They'll be, it'll, you'll just bring it up and maybe. Just from being able to, um, uh, you know, let's just say, like, like think of it like a garden. Do you remember in, in, like, the RTS days when you had to kind of wait around, like, in Age of Empires, you had to wait for, um, by the way, not saying, by the way, RTS players, that the RTS days are gone. Like, they're still around, but it's just, like, when yeah. I, I suppose, when they were, like, super prominent. Mm. um yeah but yeah you know like i don't don't want to make any calls on a particular genre but anyway um yeah so with rtss you know you have that thing of needing to wait for sort of um crops to be ready so that you can harvest them and stuff i kind of feel that like one way that they could go with the app would be to have this be like essentially um first person view uh, as as kojima has said you know um uh the limbo sequences will be first person view uh and that you'll be able to literally explore this um uh you know uh, procedurally generated limbo space where you just like bring it up and say say if you're waiting in line for um, like subway or something oh. and you're like oh you know what um, I'll just check my Death Rounding app and just explore a bit of limbo space see if I can pick up any items find anything collectibles mm. um, and then those will be waiting for me when I get home you know um uh Mm -hmm. which i find really interesting and i can't remember who if it was yourself or or another commenter but um we had someone say maybe there'll be engagement with sort of fourth wall breaking in the way that we can um bring stuff from the real world into um death stranding in in, in that way um obviously listeners we're very much uh, in, in the space of not really having much concept of why this would be the case it's interesting speculating on speculating on things isolated from uh gameplay context because we simply haven't seen any and we don't know essentially what sam is doing um why we're playing SM any of those really in pieces important pieces of pieces of information but in the space of you know uh being able to kind of speculate kind of wildly and all over the place it's really interesting to figure out um how things could take shape so that's kind of what i'm thinking mitchell is something more experiential more like almost like a meditation app you open it up and you're just floating around in first person just diving through looking under like just safe in the core in the in the um in that uh yeah limbo space and just like looking for things and uh who knows maybe that could be another way that uh, kojima can deliver fourth wall breaking content but um, what do you think of that
3: yeah yeah uh, while you were saying that, I just, I was kind of having an epiphany, but I feel like yeah, that's really, I feel like that could happen. My only problem with that idea is that you they might suffer with graphical, and I feel like Kojima right. might not want to, you know, bring yeah. down graphical fidelity for it, unless you're streaming it. But that could be a possibility, and if so, if, big if's true, you know. But as uh, you were saying that, I kind of thought, okay, what if Purgatory? is the social space, you oh, know, shit, because I mean, you see be the perfect. bodies, you see the bodies with the strands. Maybe you can go, you know, Oh, there's this person. They see, Oh, look at their inventory. Kind of like in destiny. If you're in the social space, you know, you can go check on someone like certain big gear, see what they have on them. Maybe you could do that, you know, see how other people are doing. Maybe that's, you know, maybe you die, you keep dying, dying. You find someone, you know,
4: yeah.
3: flying around in this space and you'll find someone else, you know, you're like, Hey, you know what, how to beat this part or something like that. So in-game social aspect, you know, maybe either text like a group, like open chat, or like, you know, if you swing up to someone, maybe your mic will activate, and you can talk to them. Yeah. It's like maybe something like that, where you'll be communicating with people on uh, what you're doing, and maybe that'll be the social aspect. And if, if the pur- purgatory app is true, then people can communicate outside of the game.
2: Absolutely. Which could um, be
3: a yes.
2: big thing it could be a huge thing I-, I need to just tell you this by the way as i've as we've been recording man i've been literally like I, you know how i write descriptions you as you mentioned you've, you've read you've seen you've heard um so, yeah listen to the shows so you know that i do the descriptions um so for st- threading the strands I-, I like to kind of begin with a sort of like quick little um you know montage of just like what's going to be ahead so so far and i just want to like again i'm mm-hmm. standing up because of, out of just like dude you have no idea like um Like thank you because like you've really uh, given us a structure for this uh, description. For example, so we have. the Death Stranding app? Question mark. You know, is Mads a previous employee of, of Bridges? Question mark. Did he sabotage? You know, um, you know, could he have been an agent? Is Purgatory the social space? Will Mads be redeemed? You know, what would lead someone to sabotage, uh, like his, the those efforts, um, uh, to to the extent that he supposedly did, um, you know, and and then obviously the bane off there. But there you go, man. Like we have because of our riffs that we've done on this on of the on this episode, we have something that I I mean I personally, if I was like like going through, you know, a podcast, and I came across this, and I say, I actually do want to like riff at least, maybe just get it into my headspace, hearing people talk about it, the potentials of a purgatory-based, uh, you know, um, social space, and like what, and again, it's these catalyzing thoughts. That's that's essentially what Death Stranding podcast is all about. Is just like finding these, sharing these, and you've really like encapsulated that man uh, on the on this show for sure.
3: Oh, thank you so much. No,
2: no problem at all, man. Uh- yeah um did you have any because uh, i eventually yeah, I yeah. want to get
3: to my theory yeah please do so whenever you're you're ready whenever you're ready if you have anything else to say i'll start doing it if oh, you're yeah. all right yeah. with
2: that jump straight into your theory man
3: okay so this is like a story theory yeah. you know and a little bit of gameplay and stuff Go right ahead. so my my theory is that this is the story uh this is how i will start out basically uh scientists at the company bridges of the united States uh they're dc based um they discover a, a wormhole like a be able to make a wormhole and so they create a wormhole and they begin communicating with this other dimension they don't know this other dimension these creatures the drifters the unseen floaty boys um they don't know that they're they're kind of manipulating them you know like oh yeah we can re- communicate we can share information and we can, you know, do whatever. But they don't realize that these creatures are like, sinister, you know, they're using, they're trying to trick us into bringing over our dimension to theirs. Yeah. But after it doesn't really work, they start targeting someone and that person's is Matt Mickelson. They start telling him, well, why don't you just, you know, do this, you know, if you listen, you know, maybe, maybe good things will happen to you. And so over the course of like, I guess the, the opening cutscene, or whatever a flashback or something, some story in it, yeah. the mans Mikkelsen will basically collapse the wormhole, which will create the explosion, the fourth explosion, um, and create uh, this rift between the the other dimensions. Amazing. And so what's happening is that timefall is coming in because time and space are shifting very really rapidly. And this is what's causing uh timefall. This is causing uh, the drifters come in to drift over in our dimension. Mm. And, you know, as we saw in earlier, in uh, the second trailer, we saw where we were two soldiers with two tanks, and an old city from the 1940s. And so maybe it's where the world is kind of shifting together, like times, if you've seen a rival, um, you know that they don't see time as a linear path. Time is a constant. It's constantly happening. Everything's happening at once. And this could be what's happening the you know, War 2 might be happening and that leaks into there, and they're here, and maybe you know, some War 2 weapons leak in, you know, into gameplay.
2: Mm.
3: But, um, here's what I say. Uh, let me read my things. Uh, I've been,
2: I'm super enraptured so far, dude. This is all completely salient and and 1000% plausible. Um, as Mads being you know, at the at the center of that fourth explosion, I, that makes perfect sense to me. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, please continue. I, I'm like super enthralled. Go for it, buddy.
3: Yeah. So like, just like Norman Reedus, he can come back Mm. and he can come back. And so it's like, uh, same thing, I guess with, uh, the same thing with the drifters. So, um, so, uh, here I write down the government basically falls down.
4: Mm.
3: Washington's destroyed. Congress is dead. Everyone's dead. Right. Basically the former fragments of bridges, they can't let people know yeah, so cheat, like basically destroyed us, and now we're kind of screwed. So, but what they do is kind of like a, in The Last of Us, there is a government, but, but it's less country, like city, uh, it's like less state to state with a Congress, more of here's a city, here's a city, they're communicating, they're bringing supplies to each other, but that's about it. Mm. You know, if you play The, uh, the Last of Us, you, you know, there is a government, it's so weak. Yeah. You know? You, you 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 start out in this area where the government's there but they only communicate with other cities nearby mm. and so bridges oh it's probably it's probably named something differently beforehand but then named themselves bridges United cities of America yeah. because they're uniting the last fragments of humanity the last of us you know kind of like that right. and so um, um, basically what happens is they keep fighting the these these uh, drifters, um, and they, there's, there's, all the drifters keep doing, is they keep, you know, they can't kill them. They can't shoot them. They're, they're not real. You know, they, they're just, they're fading over between dimensions. You know, they're caught between, they're stranded, you know, kind of in our dimension. Right. And they keep taking people to become underlings, you know. And they keep taking them and taking them and taking them to create an army. And we don't know why it's, uh, it's Lovecraftian. We don't know the reason why. Mm. But, uh, my theory is, is that. Someone somehow captures one, captures one of the, the people. Yes. One of the drifters. And maybe it's Sam, maybe it's someone else, maybe it's the, the girl, who knows? Someone takes it down. And basically, Sam, uh, as a porter, uh, I'm sorry, I disagree with your theory, I'm sorry. No, fine, um, go for it. Sam, as a, uh, uh, a porter, He's he transports it. He trans. He is the leading member. He control. He's like the leader of the team. Of course, also the team six who we played in prologue before. You know, they usually just dispose of corpses. You know, yeah, uh, to make sure the enemy doesn't get them. But since they're they, they have to be aware of the enemy, their task with taking uh, this body, this alien, mm-hmm. and this uh, this creature, and it's not dead; it's just captured. Right, And that's why they have the sarcophagus, That's why they have a a mummy. Right. Very Egyptian tale. So so so, yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah. You know,
3: so they have it wrapped up basically because in that they wanted to honor the people, but they also didn't want them to come back. If you think, think of uh, American folklore, uh with tuberculosis, it was called um as uh, the drain or something like that, where basically in it, if someone died tuberculosis, they thought that they would be draining the energy from people around. You know, mm. like their family members. You know, if they died, the family members that they got tuberculosis like, oh, they're draining you. Uh, they're withering you, and that's where vampire, uh, vampireism came from, is that they were alive in the grave, you know. Yeah. And I feel like the biggest fear is the unknown, and I feel like this is gonna touch on a lot of it. Like, absolutely, we don't know why these creatures are attacking us. We don't know their reasoning, but uh, we just know that they're trying to kill us, and so we're having to survive. You know. That's right. That's why zombies are so interesting to the main public is because. We don't know why they're zombies. They just are zombies. They just are exactly. So I feel like. Yeah. Anything
2: to say? Yeah, I was going to say, and that's that's the thing. Even about you know how we there's a very very clear delineation between you know Lovecraftian horror and like zombie and like zombie kind of uh, that genre. But one thing that that is that is um, that, that that ties them is that that notion of like why is this happening and the uh, the incompre- the ultimate fundamental in not incomprehensibility of of why this is happening which 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 is fear you know as you, as as has been iterated you know over and over again and, and it's one of his most famous quotes you know H P Lovecraft it says the oldest uh, and greatest fear yeah. is uh, is yeah the oldest and greatest emotion of mankind is fear and the oldest and greatest fear, fear is fear of the unknown you know so um so i think Gosh, dude, um, I've, I talked about Minds Eye Cinema before, this was constantly like, again, I've just sort of, you know, like turned back, turned the lights back on, because as you were talking, I I dimmed them and everything, I was listening, I was seeing it all happen in front of me, man, Um, that is absolutely, I feel as though that's absolutely how it's going to happen, again, with Timefall arriving because of the fourth explosion, uh, with the creatures whispering to Mads, um, with, with, yeah, with like the body of the story, as you were saying, Um, dude, it's, Really, really super fascinating. But, um, the, yeah, if you had any extra to, to continue, it did, was there any more?
3: Yeah, yeah. And so um, what? So they're bringing them, they're traveling to this location to research uh, the Drifter and figure out what, how they work, how we can we defeat them. Yeah. And basically what happens is, as Matt, as Mikkelsen's character, I call him Osiris, you know, yeah. um, I feel like he's not going to be named that, but he's going to be heavily, you know, yeah. reference to of
2: course
3: and maybe he does call himself or cyrus because he is the god of the dead or maybe he calls him whatever hades yeah but he uh they're tasked with their so basically he stops them as kind of like uh showing them like yeah i am capable of stopping these people i am capable and uh basically uh yeah you know they said five to six hours of game in the prologue you probably spend that with pete and bob or Kyle and Patrick, yeah. whatever you want to call them. <laughs> That's right. Gun guy and car guy. And basically, you spend time with them. And it's like, uh, you know. Yeah. And then when they die, it's just like, oh, my gosh. You know, how, how could they die? Like, I was spending, like, we were working so well together. We, we mm. had a plan. And so, basically, I feel like it's going to be like a revenge story, but more along the lines of Metal Your Solid 4, less of Metal your Solid 5. More of, there's a small group, and they're outnumbered. They are are extremely outnumbered. They are very, uh, every resource counts. And basically, Norman Reedus, uh, along with Bridges, is trying to get back to Corpse, trying to get back and understand what they are. And Osiris is messing with them. He's he's killing them. He's taking them. And I feel like, um, in the gameplay, the baby will play a huge role in uh, more stealth like. You know how gameplay will be? I can I'll probably probably yeah uh, the flower thing, mm-hmm. which I like to add real quick. Uh, when it flaps, do you think that's kind of because like a flower withering and blooming? That's kind I just of- thought that was kind of an interesting.
2: Yes, that's well. I noticed that's yeah. beautiful, man. Um, and again, referencing to you know, timefall, how it it sort of yeah, we see you know, um, flowers uh rapidly going from blooming to um, wilting, uh, because of the yeah, just the the effect of timefall. Uh, that's a beautiful parallel there that I wouldn't have noticed otherwise. Um, I completely agree. I think there's a, a subtle reference there, um, uh, tied in as well. Um, I have a question for you in the in this narrative, and maybe you, you're going to cover it later. But does the explanation of the child come up, and and why? Was the child uh, maybe the result of like maybe Neo style? Maybe was the child at the core of the fourth explosion, and that that it will like save us or something if we want to really go there with the Jesus parallel. But um, uh, it was what was your explanation, lore
3: wise, for the child? Uh, the child is just somehow chosen, kind of like Norman Reedus. He comes, to, he for some reason can come back to life. Yes, maybe there's different drifters that are good, you know, and maybe mm. we'll meet them, you know. Uh, I don't know like kind of like how I don't know okay. uh, That's okay. Like a, I'm thinking of a movie or something like that where there's the bad guys but then there's like one good guy you know mm-hmm. uh, you know who, who them but basically the baby's clairvoyant for some reason yeah. and maybe they clone it or maybe there's just one I mean, he says this is the same baby but there might be more babies mm. maybe they're all the same baby how does Max Nicholson have the baby if there's not time travel. So that's where I'm kind of thinking that's how he has the baby. That's why he's so advanced. Mm. At some point, uh, uh Game of the Toro gives him the baby, the lowest point in the game, he hands him the baby. He took the easy way out and he's safe, but I feel like he's not going to be safe. I feel like Game of the Toro's character is going to be killed after that.
2: Right, which would uh, which would I be good comically, baby, like, yeah, from a comic point of view of like yeah. thinking that he's safe. Like, um, I need to make this request to you, and now because it's on air, you have mm-hmm. to. Is it, you simply have to fulfill this, lucky <laughs> um, y- my friend. You need to type this all up, and what I I want to do is I want to um with artwork and everything have this just like the Norman quote. I want to put this here credit you. I'll have it on the bottom. You know, uh, you know, you can I can either use your username or your real name, whatever you like. I want to have this. Um, as our go-to, and this isn't smoke-blowing superlatives, you know, uh, ego-stroking or anything like that, but this is super enthralling. It feels 1,000% plausible in terms of narrative direction, uh, extrapolated from um, what we've seen so far. Everything up to, you know, um, know, know, as you said, the Guillermo character being that arrogant, you know, and everything. Um, If you want to, like, please type that up, send that to me. Um, I'm actually curious about the female character, if you have a role for her, if you want to, like, you know, her presence in the story but like i'm super super enraptured in this and i want to like type it all up nice and pretty and like share that on the instagram in a multi-page kind of post so people can read that would you be happy with that
3: uh yeah i could probably do that today yeah that would be amazing uh, I'll, I'll, or sometime tomorrow or whatever oh, yeah, before the, really. i'll try to get it out by before the episode comes out hey
2: as long as it but, be, uh, before the stranding comes out buddy
3: <laughs> yeah. like how much uh like i i could i we could i could spend all day talking about that it stranding it's, it's me too more about your time if if you're comfortable whenever you have to go to work just let me know.
2: oh yeah well, I, i'm pretty much uh, needing, needing to kind of dash now ish <laughs> is what i'm saying <laughs> you oh, i'll, me I'll
3: up. answer that uh yeah i'll just answer cool. that that uh, question about the the girl yeah please do. Uh, the female i feel like it's gonna kind of going to be like a, a joshi uh commander Joshi from uh blade runner or if you've seen that one episode um of uh, Black Mirror, the it, Man Against Fire, mm-hmm. so kind of. I feel like she'll kind of be the leader of the group when you're talking about matriarchies. You know, I love uh, that the females leading a lot with uh, and even with um, the the game, the new one, Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn, that's right. Uh, you know, th- yeah, they have the matriarchy, and it might be she might be. You know, uh, I feel like with Kojima, I kinda, I think he may have been kind of, you know. I think, uh, I think in my sense, uh, quiet was not as good as how she hooked up to see when he said, Oh, you're going to feel sorry for things. She's sexualized, but I mean, there's cool things about her, but it, they didn't, they never really, they just were kind of references They were never explored. They're just referenced. And then you, if you don't shower long enough, she takes a shower from you. You're like, I don't like that. That doesn't. Yeah if I want to see a naked girl, I just go on in the internet and type boobs, okay? If I want <laughs> exactly. to have a great story, if I want to have a great story, I'll go to a game. That's right. Or a book or a movie. And I want to have an interesting uh, character who is fully fleshed out. Think of the boss. Think of uh, Meryl. Like, they were interesting characters who came about from these. That's right. So I feel like he's going to go back to the normal thing of a strong female character mm-hmm. rather than character with some interesting things about them, but it's mainly just to be there to be, uh, kind of a love interest.
2: True.
3: Uh, which, you know, Blade Runner deals with that a lot. You know, we have, uh, Joy, who's, you know, uh, kind of, a uh, she's just there to tell you, reassure you of what you think, you know, like, oh, you're good. You're perfect. Exactly. You don't want then that. then you have, you know, then you have Joe, uh, Joshi, the police chief. And she's like, she's, uh, she's tough as nails. She's like, Uh, she's like uh, she's like am i the only one who can see the sunrise here this freaks the world and and then you have a love who has been manipulated by wallace she doesn't want to be evil but she's been made to it you know
2: absolutely and that's
3: kind of like you know maybe like madison's character Mm. but uh yeah
2: absolutely dude this is um I, i yeah as i mentioned like that's phenomenal and and again using because for me personally like some people said you know the um the presence of female characters in in uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine wasn't um, you know in like uh, the most uh, yeah empowering. I, I I happen to believe the opposite. I think um uh it, it, in 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 both the commentary, both of uh, I think it was the three for me. There was joy, there was love, and then um the uh the woman who sort of um they sort of she sort of melds with with joy uh, in that scene, the like the lovemaking scene. Like who who was that? Do you know the character's name? By um. Name?
3: I don't. I know, I know the actress. Yeah, she's great. Uh, she's I can't really, remember her. Really cool. But also, if you there's the 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 memory maker. I'm not going to spoil. That's okay. What's about her? But she's also very important. You know, you That's get this right. whole story about one person thinking about one thing, and then it's flipped on it his head. Yes. Expectations.
2: Absolutely. And she's a huge. Then, I mean, she's a memory then, maker. Exactly. Such an empowered thing for me personally. But yeah, go ahead. I don't
3: like it. Yeah, and so Ryan Gosling thinks one thing throughout the entire movie. Is, oh, this thing is this thing, you know. Yeah, he's thinking he's special, and Joy's referring to you're special, and uh, Love thinks he's special, and we think he's special, and he's fluffed on his head. You know, was like boom. I know exactly. And it, know? and it and it, and it was a, it was a good. It was showing how expectations can be subverted. But yeah. well-made, it was, it was intentional from the out of the story. It wasn't like, in my opinion, The Last Jedi. Um, I wasn't just like, oh, we did something different. See, look, it hey, looked different. Yeah. It was more of the story is built around this expectation throughout the entire movie. And then it gets flipped on its head the last like 40 minutes of the movie. Absolutely. And, and Ryan Gosling is like, why should I even fight? Why should I even fight? What am I doing? I but know. then he feels like there's a greater good. There's something more important than me, my feelings. There's people out there that are suffering, you know, they're being, you know, they're, they're being prostituted, you know, they're, uh, they're being basically, uh, they're, you know, being slaves on a former planet. They're being used as machines to murder each other over areas, you know, uh, I think they referenced that in the beginning of the movie. And so he realized there's something more important than me. And there might be something like that in Death Stranding, you know, uh, right. because Kojima is a big, middle, uh, is a big, big, you know, uh, blade runner fan so that's right that's just my thoughts
2: absolutely yeah no gosh I, and i this is the thing with me though with with when i you know i saw blade runner 2049 um three times in the cinema right and um yeah and how
3: many times did you see it did you see it multiple times or um i saw it twice i saw it once uh with my brother and we saw it normally in this big like a 40-foot screen uh, of a loud surround sound and then the second time i when saw it with my uh, dad, we went and watched it in 3D, which is actually a pretty good movie in 3D, surprisingly. Uh, I bought the Blu-ray, and I watched it about four times after I bought the Blu-ray. So. Amazing.
2: Did you get the art book by any chance? I did not. I haven't got it yet. I just... The, the art I and I can pick soul. one, and I'm like, I'm... Yeah. It's an incredible uh, title for an I've, art of book. You know, it's like the art, the art and soul of Blade Runner 2049. I think that's brilliant. It's incredible. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man. I'm um, Look. Well, yours. You gotta want you to got got, wrap up. Uh, yeah, I gotta definitely gotta dash off. But this has been one of my favorite episodes by far. What an awesome um uh, collection of, of riffs and, and thoughts that you've kind of really so generously shared with us, man. Um. If you would kindly uh yeah type everything up, please. Um. I can't wait. Actually, like I as you know, you probably saw. Um, I'll show you the show notes later because when we want to get you on the next episode too, because we want to get that because you you prepared for that minute, we want to get you on that one too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah and then if we could that would be phenomenal and please do type it up we need to we need to get this into something nice and like for posterity I want to be able to look back on it uh, cross-reference the plot you know um, with what we eventually experience with Death stranding um yeah please send that through as soon as possible man
3: yeah I uh... Yeah, the funny thing is, is I just came up with a theory this morning. Ah, oh,
2: well, now you have to. you have uh, to. you got to grow it, grow it, grow it. Yeah, so now I have to
3: type it up. Uh, you got to type room, it yeah. up. You
2: got to type yeah. it up. And uh, yeah, I'll send you something, man. I really yeah. appreciate it. So i yep. Yeah, 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 yeah
3: yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it was a lot of fun coming on. I really hope to come on again uh, either oh, yeah, of course the next you are. podcast or even interactive artistry. This was a lot of fun. Me too. I was kind yeah. of nervous that you know yeah. <laughs> you kind of uh you said that you referenced. Maybe there's that guy that will come on one day, you know, the complete asshole. Shut the fuck up. I don't No. I don't don't want to be that guy, so I was like trying to be like, because I, I. One thing I might be referenced as the asshole is that I think that it's not. It's not uh, Sam's name is not Porter. I think Dude, it's don't
2: even worry. It's not even, literally. Like, like literally. We became brothers. Will and, Albert hate We we became we became brothers on the show, man. You have so many like cool, like-minded riffs to it to, to to this material, and yeah, we'll definitely. I'll I'll get you onto the other groups for Death Stranding. Uh, sorry, for Interactive Artistry. We'll get you uh, onto um uh, uh yeah, definitely uh, other episodes for other shows, man. Absolutely, yeah. You bring a really intriguing yeah. and multifaceted angle to this material, and oh, we sincerely appreciate you being on the show, man, for sure, and joining us. You know
3: i just i was just so happy to be on it was a it was a
2: yeah i can feel it, it man it was an honor uh, no it's my making history
3: today <laughs> really history with the Death
2: Stranding podcast, my man. Exactly.
3: Yeah. yeah. And and
2: and I loved, and I and I really don't take that for granted. About as you said, you know that you've heard, heard all of our shows previously. So I really consider that like and likewise an honor that that um you you've given us your listenership. And I think that that sort of mutual uh kind of uh you know respecting and appreciating of the other's work is is, is a really good way to, to move forward with that mm-hmm. kind of um yeah connection. You know, speaking mm-hmm. about making connections. Um. So for our uh, listeners, this is our sign off. So. Uh, death stranding podcast is part of the interactive artistry podcast network um, if you are on itunes or wanted to um what you heard and you resonated with it please do leave um, a five-star review if, if that's possible and I'll, or obviously you know just re- reflect um in your review what you thought of it and um, we're also on podbean at death stranding dot uh, twitter.com forward slash death stranding death strand pod uh, instagram.com forward slash just podcast just trending podcast.tumblr.com uh, facebook is interactive artistry so facebook.com forward slash interactive artistry which is our parent channel and then youtube.com forward slash interactive artistry follow all of our outlets for kojima and kojima affiliated content and our updates um did you want the audience to be able to reach you anywhere on the web in particular my friend
3: um Reddit, i'm the american cosmonaut uh you know, there's no misspellings or anything. I'm on that, so you can message me on there. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, I'm Marshall Virgil underscore. Nice. I'll, I'll, I'll message you so you can put it in the description if you want. Absolutely. But, uh, I'm on there. I talk about movies, uh, games, uh, 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 just talking about life and what I'm doing. And I'm it, working on my own game so if you want to see oh, updates damn.
2: there okay we need to definitely for the yeah. next episode when you come on to because you're, you're next week it's happening like you're going come on um and yeah. you to tell us about the game and um, it finished and definitely expand on your theory and uh, I like the American Cosmonaut it's a nice strong title it'll look really good uh as well as as a great choice obviously I think it's uh, very evocative but um um it'll look really nice on that uh, when I do that fully published story uh when I yeah just send me the whole text and an email um, uh, Death Stranding Podcast this is for yourselves as well listeners if you want to send through Death Stranding podcast at gmail.com um for sure um yeah you've got to do that man so as a closing note to our listeners we here at interactive artistry are always looking to improve the quality of this show and tailor it to you the audience to make it the very best death stranding slash kojima show it can be and to giveaways stip sweepstakes and help us grow for a dollar a month uh, at patreon.com forward slash interactive artistry or patreon.podbean.com forward slash Just stranding if you have any feedback you'd like to share please do reach out to us through our online outlets take care everyone and remember The game has already begun. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 15 of Death Stranding Podcast. It is Thursday, the what the fuck is it today? Shit. 1st <coughs> of February. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> please, please leave it like that. Yeah, it's I will. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thursday, the 1st of February. Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Nah, nah, see, now you're seeing the house of sausages made, my man. Um, <clears throat> That's it, buddy. The other man. Hey, I'm one of my favorite yeah, guests. One a lot of, of my fun. Favorite guests. I have to literally sprint to work, dude. But um, uh, thank uh, you so much uh, for, for being on the show. Did you have any, because I want to edit this in because I didn't give you a little shout out. Did you have any uh, final um, sort of uh, ditties and, and sort of um, comments
3: for the audience listening? Uh, you know, I just, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed me. Um, <laughs> I hope to see you guys next time and maybe next another podcast, either Death Stranding uh, or interactive god of war i'd love to be on again uh, if the audience likes me uh, you will. give us a, give a, a five star rating i've been meaning <laughs> to, but I, I can't really give it now because then it feels a little weird no but, do uh, it do it yeah, it's all good uh,
2: listeners listen to listen to my man i'm Richard. gonna review
3: this episode <laughs> i'm gonna review this episode just for that different account <laughs> i dig it no you're great but uh no uh, thanks to everyone who's listening listening uh who stayed through this what is it, like four-hour podcast yeah please. we got
2: we got to, um, to we got well, probably by the time it's edited with the music it'll be over three hours so um i yeah. re- really appreciated it man yeah really
3: yeah well it. uh we uh so, so whenever you, everyone goes uh you know read rate, rate the podcast uh yeah with the community for a uh, lurker but uh <laughs> yeah i really hope to see you guys next time
2: legend you're a legend beyond legend my friend um listeners take care and uh yeah have a great rest of your day um buddy um have a fantastic rest of your week i will catch up with you next week for the next episode pleasure having you on and um i'll see you in the on reddit and in the skype group yeah all right man oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right buddy take it easy fantastic so if any of you have actually like uh, well not <laughs> not saying it in like a passive passive aggressive way but if any of you have actually been hearing the um latest like a- episodes of like film is your podcast and interactive artistry i've been really enjoying after saying that let's get the show started i actually do a music sting to further get the listeners into the mood it's like ooh, you know so i've wow. been really enjoying that have you guys uh, heard any of that
1: I did, and it almost sounds like magic.
2: Oh, well, It's that, really <laughs> Thank surreal. You. I yeah. did it, man. Thanks. And I wonder we, how you do it. Well, I'm, I'm all up in this hizzy with this editing boy, you know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. I, I, um, Mitchell, I, I constantly display unearned signs of being trendy and like young, even though I'm about to become 30. So you need to humor me and indulge the fact that uh, I'm, yeah, indulge my shitty use of modern lingo, okay?
3: Yeah, i'm probably the youngest one here so
2: oh you're fine I'll, I'll
3: i'll i'll keep you in check
2: oh thank you <laughs> if i say lit you just hang up okay just please um yeah i uh, I, I once combined the words literally legit and something else and it just came out as legit lary legit yeah and i just sounded pathetic
3: it the best pop. yes
2: i know right what is up everybody how are we doing hello i'm doing fine it's the daniela that's who we've got here and then we've got a guy with the icon 7 i believe that's mitchell if that isn't then that's cool hey what's up adine how are you man yo awesome easy hey how are you buddy Uh, pretty good pretty good you not too bad not too bad fantastic
5: okay Um, and then i'm I'm gonna i'm just gonna say i'm gonna mute myself most of the time because uh, uh, the audio conditions aren't the best. You're You'll coming through hear perfectly. Some it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Right now, yes. But uh, I have two two people here besides me, so they, you know, so they don't oh. have to be really quiet. Okay. Cool, cool. That's alright, No, no problem, man. Um, yeah, you
2: mu- mute away, man. But g- great to have you. Dude. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Um.
3: Okay. So we have a Mitchell appearing. Hey, hey can you hear me? Yes. We hey, can. welcome. Welcome. Okay, there we go. I. My phone was, uh, my computer, I don't know, it doesn't recognize the headphones or anything, so I'm using my phone right now.
2: Ah, okay, cool. Um. But you said, you did say you had your awesome recording set up, but you do literally, we, we can just, like, we can spend a good five minutes, if you like, just um, getting ready, if you like. Uh, so you can experiment with, yeah. Um, yeah, joining the call either with your phone or with um,
3: the, uh, yeah, with your with your computer, man. Uh. Yeah. You know, my computer... Um, <laughs> I think I'll just have my computer right here. Yep. Uh, and I'll just call you. Go to call with my phone. Yep. Easy. No problem. Uh, man.
2: That's that's that. As that's long good. as the audio
3: is good. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming through actually
2: quite well. How about you, um, uh, Daniela? Can you hear him pretty good? Yeah. Fantastic. I can. Terrific. Easy awesome well terrific. yeah exactly awesome so how is everyone's uh uh, yeah i'll just do a little informal catch up but uh, basically yeah uh, mitchell i'm so pleased to have you um join the show i definitely don't take that for granted man
3: oh uh, thanks for having me yeah Uh, this is actually a a pretty exciting uh it's kind of a i would say surreal i've been listening to this podcast for uh like when you, when you guys start, like, October? Yeah. Late October? Yeah, that's right. Oh, from the very start. My weekly routine, my weekly routine, I'm like, I to wow. you, like, Good two days ago, and I'm like... <laughs> oh, that's really I was like, fine. I was like, oh, man, like, I'd love to join the podcast. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to record it, like, tomorrow. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> so, I'm, so I've been working on my... Uh, it's all this morning since I woke up at six, since I just couldn't sleep that well, because... That's all good. Uh, I wrote like I have almost every two seconds a note on the minute, and then I have my theory and stuff. So okay, I'm excited to share and hear your guys' thoughts on a yeah. uh, minute three.
2: Absolutely, yeah. I'm really, really, really stoked to proceed. Definitely, and and also it was by the way, um, uh, Dean and Daniela uh, Mitchell jumped on super short notice. Like it was like, do you remember how you just messaged me and I was like, come on, let's go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. I think it was like, uh, was it a
2: day, two days ago, something like that? That's right. That's right. So, no, I really, really appreciate it, man, for sure. Um, coolies, well, I'll just um, bring up my kind of uh, uh, countdowns, and um, and then we'll jump straight into it, uh, guys. Sure. Yep. If that is cool sure. with you. Awesome. No troubles yep. at all. So, I'm just finding it now on the computer. One moment. My computer is just as tired and Australian as me. Which means, <laughs> which mean it likes to take its time. So DSP show notes, awesome. And yeah, also um uh uh, you know how we usually go for like the, the two hours and such um everyone um obviously like like I've actually switched up my availability a bit where I'm instead of doing my big kind of sagas, my huge kind of walks to work, which I love to do, which is really important because I get so much done on these big walks that I do. Uh, but like um you know it taking the car is so much easier to work and it lets, it, it lets me stay behind so that i can do a bit more recording and and, and you know um there was dean and danielle you do you remember the days when like we recorded and i and i, I edited and published right everything before work like we like yeah we edited, yeah I, I still wonder how you did that yeah i have no idea i really don't like i have no idea how that actually worked but uh but no it was all good all good Terrific. So, what am I doing with my life? Let's see. Um, Do 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 do. Okie dokie. All right. Okay. If we want to do a three, two, one, and then we'll we'll crack on. Okay. Yes. Fantastic. Okay. And a three. And a two. And a one. It is Thursday, the first of January. Fuck, kill me. Just kill me now. Just end my life. Uh, <clears throat> and there are. Why do I? Why do I not prepare in advance? Am I a fucking professional or what? Okay, this is ridiculous. Okay, excuse me.
3: Don't we do the intro? <laughs> no, you're <laughs> hilarious. You're
2: hilarious. That's okay. I'll just take it from the the, the, the Thursday, right? It is uh-huh. Thursday. Yeah. It is Thursday, the 1st of February, and there are 63 days to PAX, 131 days to E3, and... Oh, shit. Am I doing PAX, E3, and, mm-hmm. and um, GDC? Shit. Uh, GDC, GDC is 46. Be, yeah, 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 yeah. GDC, um, PAX, and E3. All right. Okay. Sorry, guys. <clears throat> Thank you.